Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. We have our moments. Only sometimes. We have moments sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, oh, guys, you won't even guess what I did this weekend. Uh, you watched a Pixar film. Y- you. My choice. No. My no. choice. Uh, uh, <laughs> you went to go watch Your Name again. <laughs> I did not get to see Your Name again. It's already out of theaters. Oh. Oh wow, that was fast. Well, it's it's out what? here. I mean, it's gone from Oklahoma because we suck. Right. So just two times dubbed and the one time sub. That's all I got to see. Mm. Still three. three more times than what we got to yeah, see. Yeah, we haven't so seen it. So we yet. haven't seen it. Well, you guys live in California. You could probably still make it somewhere. I don't know. I feel like there we have an AMC theater, don't we? Nope. There you go. I we don't. I, we don't have oh, AMC. Oh, United Artists. We have Never Re- mind. Regal, United Artists. And oh, then that's, where I, Maya. that's where I had to, that's where I had to see the, uh, um, the dubs was at Regal. Because AMC Regal? screwed me. What? Yeah, the first the first showing that we were supposed to go to, me and Gavin, it was supposed to be English, and that's what we had paid for, and that's what everything said. But then they changed the time and made it 15 minutes earlier, and then changed it to the sub. Oh, awesome! And it was like, oh, thanks AMC. I'm gonna go to Regal from now on. Bye. Yeah, so, you yeah. can't just do that. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, but then you just well, piss can, off a lot of people. Well, they can add on an extra one, but they can't change the. Pr- previous one that's right. already you yeah, already there thought was no, there was no email notifications no anything yeah it just yeah. it just popped and like i still have i use the amc app so i still have the uh the time where mm-hmm. it shows eleven thirty and then eleven oh five. weird <laughs> and it's yeah like, i know they add them on a lot like they always add extra movies but that shouldn't affect what's already playing that's kind of silly exactly you would yeah, think it's, it's dumb yeah but I got to play a bunch of D&D this weekend. We killed a <laughs> dragon, but I did like 10 damage to it, and then I was scared the rest of the whole time, so I didn't really do much after that, which kind of sucked. See, I feel like the way I look at Dungeons & Dragons is the way that like my niece and nephews look at magic cards when I pull them out, and <laughs> they're just like, they call them my nerd cards. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't think any of you guys are going to be interested in learning to play. I tried, I, I played Brittany once and she, I don't remember. And she beat how. me with, cause I had pre-made decks. So she beat me with my own deck, which was awesome. Cause that way uh-huh. I knew it worked and it didn't matter the skill of the player. It was nope. just a good deck. Uh, but she has zero like, interest to ever play again. This picture looks cool. Yeah. Play this one. She's like, like, no, you, you can't do that. She's like, like, do well, I have enough money? Stupid. She's like, do I have enough money to play this one? I was like, it's mana. And she's like, Okay. <laughs> Mana money, it's the same. And I'm like, I'm like, you have Can to. Can we bring Monopoly money I'm like, you have to this? tap them. I'm like, you have to tap them if you're going to use them. And she just taps it like with her finger instead of turning it sideways. She's like, tap. I use this one. I legit, tap. I use this one. I legit did that. I was like, she what was do you mean? Poker. She was like, I'm going to yep. check this card. She's like, she's like, hit me. 
blackjack. Hit me. It really Stay. is. I, I can't remember. Like, I couldn't tell you the first thing to do. Nope. Not mm-hmm. at all. Draw a card. Draw yeah. seven. Uh-uh. Draw seven cards. That's the first thing you do after you shuffle your deck. Good to know. Yep. Draw seven cards. Yep. Okay, I know the first step. There you go. There's, there, that's, our, that's our nerd cred right there. Woo! Magic cards and D&D. That's pretty nerd. Yeah, Did you? I got, I got my nerd dice. Your nerd dice? Oh, your 20-sided die. I'm almost positive I have one somewhere, but I'd probably use it as a life counter for magic cards. I don't think I used it as a nice. D&D roll. Yeah, it was. it's one of those that I have multiple sets of dice because the dice piss me off. Like oh, if I roll a 20, um, and then it's like a 1, which is awful. It's like yeah. an automatic fail. So it's like I'll roll like a 1 with it, but okay, well, this is done for the night, so it's gone. So I, I have got like six pairs of dice. Um, one of them I got so mad at that i put them all in the bag and i just threw it and they chipped and i think it no no like i put everything in all the dice in the little baggie and i threw it and i think it's still behind my record player at the moment nice and, and it's been there for like three weeks i just don't want to touch them because they're cursed no i, I, almost, I could... almost got a character killed so i'm like nope so they're all gone I, I could feel that. Like, once it's rolled a 20, you're like, that's it. It's the only 20 it's ever going to roll. All right, now it's time to switch, switch out for a new die. Well, it was it was great because we uh, – then uh, yesterday was uh, National Tabletop Day. Nice. So it's like a big tabletop gaming. So, like, the, we went to this uh, place called DZ Comics in Moore, Oklahoma. Uh, sponsorship, but not really. <laughs> uh, um, uh, but, yeah, like, they had everything. They were had, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff. There were kids playing Magic. There were uh, some Pokemon dudes there. Um, we were playing D anD. d There's a bunch of board games, and I actually did really well with those dice. Like those are just like random dice. I rolled two natural twenties. I was like, "Yeah, this is good. I'm doing pretty well." Got my character killed. So <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, that's not good." So wait, they are all, you built are, all three death rolls? It's like, ooh. Are you in Oklahoma City, or where are you in Oklahoma? Uh, in, in beautiful, uh, rainy Oklahoma City right now. Nice. Because I, I, I need to pull up on a map to see how far away Moore was from Oklahoma City. And it looks uh, like it's, it's about just a 30 south. Minute, 30, about a 30-minute drive. No. Why, you've been there? You've been to Moore, Oklahoma? No, I have been to uh, Tulsa. Oh, you wanted to see where Yeah, I wanted to see where, where, that, where oh, it gotcha. was. Because we, we, I think we played in... I think it was like we did like Wichita and then it was stupid because we went all the way to the um, west of Kansas to do um, Garden City, which uh-huh. like I still have friends that live there. And then we had to go back down to go south to go to Tulsa. And then we had to go down into like Dallas and then Austin and then all the way down to the border at Corpus Christi, which wow. is like close to the Mexico border. Yeah. But it's like right near the coast. So it was like super muggy down there. And then we I had bet. to go back up to then go east again. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half mm. from where you guys are. Yeah, so it's not a fun drive. No, no. And it's always full of construction, like that, like Dallas and California. Tulsa. It's just nothing but construction. That's all that is. Yeah. Get anywhere in there, like everything's blocked off. It's like, oh, if you want to take a right turn, I mean, you can, but they haven't finished the actual bridge, so you can like fly off. Cool. <laughs> it takes like twenty years to finally finish something and then once they finish that bridge they're like all right so you guys want to spend another 10 years building another one and screw the access to this bridge off yeah sure, they're like actually yes that's that's, that, that's, that's that's the only reason why we built this bridge yeah, in the first place we would love to do exactly. these things all right so that was enough rambling you guys ready to start this puppy let's, let's start this puppy. do it welcome to the animation station podcast 
episode 40. Almost wow. Awesome. Whoa. Awesome. I'm going through puberty, so <laughs> bear with me. My 40. name is Josh, and welcome to the first episode of our anime series. Ooh. We have some special guests with us because Gavin is a wuss and decided he didn't like you guys enough to come on an episode. Aww. Sounds he, about right. Yeah. We have the beautiful Liam DeCosmo. <laughs> I and knew that was next. the very handsome Brittany DeCosmo from Cloud CityCast. I'll take it. Hey, guys. I like it. Hey, howdy, hey. Hey, howdy, hey. That <laughs> was, that's usually mine. Don't steal my hello. <laughs> huh? See ya. Huh? There you go. That's much better. Crispy. <laughs> Does a number on the old voice. Yeah, yeah, Gavin was like, oh, you're going to have the Cloud City crew back on? I'm going to go to Texas. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. It's one of those, whenever you guys are on, he's like, hmm, Texas? And then he just leaves. <laughs> or California. It's Texas or California, but he doesn't go to your part of California. No, yeah, he goes to the, He goes to the cool part, you know, where yeah. Disney's at. I don't think pe- I don't any. I don't think anybody purposely goes to our part of California. I think people Unless stop in Bespin. Yeah, you stop in Bespin if you're a farmer or if you your car broke down and you're like on the way to someplace else. <laughs> well, nobody stops in our state unless your plane breaks down. So. Yeah, you well, They well, call they it a flyover to, state for a reason. Yeah, we have to refuel. <laughs> They're like, can't we just crash land in Texas? At least then there's something to go to. Like, unfortunately, we don't have enough fuel to make it to Texas. <laughs> Can we just We're coast? So sorry. Can we coast? Coasting will take you into Oklahoma City, unfortunately. Like, right. Can we go north? How's how's North Dakota? Any possible way we can finagle Canada in there? Right. We will cross just, the border. <laughs> just to get out of going to Oklahoma. Oh. oh well, you've the, been. The, the, I've the never f- been. Scant few times I have been in Oklahoma. I did not dislike my time there. So. That's good because there are some places I'm, where you're just I'm, like, I won't go there again. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the there's a um, Honor Bright uh, like video that because we used to do videos from the road, and there's a YouTube video of us. Um, very intelligently oh, using God. those little poppers, you know, the ones you throw at the ground and they, oh, they pop and explode. Those. We had a poppers fight in a gas station parking lot in Oklahoma. I remember that video. Yeah. Not one of our better decisions, but we still had a lot of fun. No. So there you go. I love those little poppers, though. Right. Somebody has to. Can't wait for Fourth of July <laughs> just for those. Yeah, just for those. Uh, now I'm going to throw the whole box on you. So so starting oh, dude, off do our... It, do it and film it. Do it and film it. Oh, okay. of course. So, <laughs> no, there's uh, there's film of me taking like a fistful of them to the stomach, like oh. without flinching. Yeah, no, like no flinch. I'm just like whatever, and I continue eating my rice. Yep, <laughs> my Chinese. Were you soup. like? Were, did you like look at the camera? And be like, I'm Liam Brighton. Welcome to. Never mind. Can't say. Yeah, that. yeah, right. <laughs> I'm Liam Brighton. Welcome to Honor Bright. Because oh, there you go. we're in Oklahoma. No, I don't think we were in Oklahoma when we did that. I think we were in Pennsylvania. So, mm. uh, so it's like so it's like the Oklahoma whole light story was is now garbage oh no we we've done it multiple times the pop rocks thing like we do that a lot so or poppers whatever you want to call them not pop rocks poppers, no, pop whatever. rocks you eat well not these ones no these <laughs> ones please don't eat these guys. these are not edible oh my kids. gosh you did not learn that here so what are we talking about today anyways well first off we got a little bit of news so, uh-oh one of gavin and mine's favorite films is on netflix the secret life of pets <laughs> yeah we just watched it we watched that recently <laughs> i'm so sorry i apologize uh, yeah i i was still not impressed Brittany actually enjoyed I it i enjoyed this time. it this time so. 
I realized I did not finish the movie completely the first time that I thought I did, and I paid attention this time, and there was a lot of funny aspects to it that I didn't catch the first go. So, I don't know, I enjoyed it. If you could write a list of those funny aspect, uh, you know, aspects and you know, send them to me, I, I may give it a shot again. Will yeah, right. do. It usually has to do with uh, Jenny Slate's character. Oh, yeah, Jenny I, Slate's the best part of that whole entire movie. Yeah, I love the little Pomeranian. She's fun. And yeah. then, you know, surprisingly, I enjoyed the cat. I be- think because I'm not a huge cat fan. I mean, I like cats, but I would never, like, have one, I guess. Probably because of Liam. Yeah. Um, but I liked this cat because, it, to me, it seemed accurate. I remember the years of having a cat and how they fit their butts into everything tiny. And every time the cat was in a new scene... She was in something tiny. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, this is the best. <laughs> yeah, well, when we went to a D&D thing on Friday night, um, my DM, Corey, he has a cat. And so we had the table set up, and I had my uh, binder out. And the cat just decided it wanted to sit on my binder because it was square. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I mean, I, stereotyping yourself, but whatever. Yep, yeah, right. they do all the time. Um, a little bit more... I guess news out of Disney, uh, the Frozen 2 has been announced for November 2019. Yep. That's one that I'd be okay if they wanted to push that one a little further back. Like, if they right. were like, it's a, it's 2025! A, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, you don't have to make it, you know, immediately. It could be, you know, ten years down the line. Well, I just feel like there's better sequels that I would rather watch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, you know, I'd wreck it Ralph 2, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet... Um, they've been pushing is that gigantic. Still 2018 or is that 2020? No, that one is still uh, 2018. That one just okay. got moved back. It was originally March 9th. Now it got moved back to November, November. 21st. Yep. So next year, November 21st, you can get Ralph breaks the internet. Um, did you see the gigantic news for Disney? Um. The, like, I, know the, they, I know they pushed it again, like yeah. pushed it way back. Yeah, that one got pushed. That one was originally 2018. That one got moved to 2020. So That's that so crazy. November 25th, 2020. That sucks. I know. Well, I mean, there, were, there had been nothing out of its other right. than that poster. And, and that then, and now they're trying to obviously just fast track Frozen 2 because they're like, it's relevant. Let's just keep throwing Frozen in people's faces. So right. I think they kept moving. They probably were like, we're going to move that to 2019. Gigantic. Nobody has a following for it yet. It's okay if it's in 2020. Nobody knows anything. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I would, any, I, yeah, wow, words are hard. So, <laughs> language. Of, you, know, you, you know, the whole, um, you know, sequel electric boogaloo type thing that oh, yeah. they always do. I want this one to be Frozen 2 Electric Igaloo. <laughs> I think that would be perfect. It would be the best movie ever. Made. I would see that just for that title. Frozen that's that's pretty genius, it makes, dude. It makes it's pretty good. good. Yeah, Electric Igaloo. Yeah, Frozen 2 Electric Igaloo. Yeah, yep, I mean. I like it. And then we got the Cars 3 trailer, which Ooh. was another, another one. Which I thought yeah. was really good. I, I mean, it's starting to give a little bit more of um, Cruz Ramirez and yeah. Jackson Storm. Uh, but still, there's only like that one scene with Mater, so I'm fine with that. If that's I know, the I only scene with Mater. Because like, that's the one they keep showing. It's like the third mm-hmm. trailer that has shown just that one little thing where it's like, nah, I got nothing. I'm sure there will be more Mater, and then no, I know it. you'll be bummed. That's, but... that's all they got to have, and I'll be completely <laughs> But I'm glad pleased. that they showed more Radiator Springs, and not too much. It, yeah. it still stuck to the whole, this is a Lightning McQueen-based movie. We are going to give you his story, and he's coming from hardships, and we're going to see him hopefully come back from it. And they're focusing on that. At least in the trailers, they are. Yeah. 
So I'm pumped for that. And I know Gavin is super pumped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Gavin's super pumped. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you he's walking around going, go, Josh, 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 Cars. Josh. The beach ate me. Oh, I, love, I love that scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite part of the whole movie. Pretty much. <laughs> and a little bit in anime news, um, Ghibli Fest uh, from G-Kids is uh, starting next month. So the first uh, series is going to be My Neighbor, to- uh, yeah. My Neighbor Totoro. Awesome. That's going to be June 25th and 26th, followed by Kiki's Delivery Service, July 23rd and 24th. Castle in the Sky, August 27th and 28th. Uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, September 24th and 25th. Spirited Away on October 29th and 30th. And Perfect. then finally, uh, Howl's Moving Castle, yeah. November 26th Perfect. and 27th. Yep. And those tickets are now on pre-sale so far. That's all I've heard. Now, I know that uh, AMC stuff goes on sale this week. They may have some sort of special giveaway I think if you get your tickets at Cinemark, you get a free poster like with your pre-order stuff. And it's like they're doing all of the movies for $60. Oh, so you can cool. go see you know, any show. I'm like, uh, it's a Sunday and Monday the whole entire time. Sunday is the uh, English dub and Monday is the uh, Japanese subtitle. So if you you basically can see all of the movies but you have to pick either you know monday or tuesday to actually go and watch them or right. tuesday, uh, sunday or monday to actually go and watch them but right. you get all all the movies so it's not a bad price 60 bucks uh, I love all of those movies. It's, I'm just one of those people that since there's so many new movies that are still coming out and yeah. we have to like figure out time for either sitters or if we can afford every single movie plus movies we already own and watch them again it's always hard for us because then we have to think about okay can can we afford to go see this movie again in theaters i mean even though we probably didn't see it in theaters the first time right but we can watch it any day right but i I mean i would definitely do honestly i think this sounds great because i'm with nausicaa the valley of the wind and castle in the sky those two aren't like my favorites but i love totoro i love kiki's Mm -hmm. i love howls i mean that's my favorite and then spirited away i love that one as well so even if it's like four out of six i would still definitely pay what 60 60 dollars and the first five thousand passes get a decommissioned thirty-five millimeter Spirited Away film cell. Oh, that's pretty exactly. cool. Well, unfortunately, that expires. Oh. I mean, that's already expired, so you can't get that anymore. Darn, that would have been kind of sucks. That would have yeah, been the that, only one we could have done. Ended, uh, April thirtieth. Oh, gotcha. Just ended. Yes, and that would have been the only one because we have Regal. We don't have Cinemark. Oh, it says it's valid until May thirty-first while supplies last. I think last. that's a different one. Isn't that a different one? No. This, this is, is through uh, oh, really? a different... Oh, I thought it was through a different place. No, I clicked place. on the... Uh... Oh, really? Oh, it is Regal. Yeah, yeah. it says Regal. Oh, cool. Fre- oh. There we go. Bespin, Edwards, Fresno, Cinema, 22, and IMAX. And that's where we go to see movies. So there you go. Perfect. Yeah, I think it's Maybe totally worth it. Maybe they extended it. To me. But yeah, yeah look like, it. The cell was the only thing I wanted. I was also waiting a little bit until AMC announced what they were doing. Gotcha. Because, I mean, there's... The Regal is, it's farther away. Like, the, mm. the closest Regal is in Norman. So that's about a 30, 45-minute drive. Oh, gosh. And, oh, wow. Uh, like, there's an AMC five minutes down the road. Yeah, so that like, makes oh, more sense. AMC. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this is totally worth it, and especially with Howl's Moving Castle coming For your the birthday. 26th and the 27th, yeah. like, right before my so birthday, that's it's thanks, completely that's worth it. So that's Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Or War Week. Thanksgiving yeah. Week, yeah. Because you said these are Mondays and Tuesdays? 
That's uh, when... Sundays and Mondays. Oh, Sundays and Mondays. Those are my yeah. two days off, so that works even That's better. Perfect. I think it's perfect. I think we're gonna do it. So. Awesome. At least we'll kept, pick, like pick the ones we really want to see. I think Hal's we can go to for sure. Spirit Away we can do. And that'd be a good Hollywood. And then I think Kiki's and my neighbor Totoro. I mean, yeah, you're right. We have the time for the other ones because we were talking the other day how like there's nothing come out of, coming out of Star Wars, Disney, and Marvel like October, September, and August. Uh, yeah, August so we're like, October. yeah, so we're like, oh well, we can go see these movies right, right in that same wheelhouse. If so that we works. can afford it, we will do it because yep. that is awesome. Very cool. So thanks for bringing that to our attention, man. Oh, no problem. That's what I'm here to do in the news. The news. And now the news. Don't touch that dial. And the news is over now. Oh, so touch and that that's dial. that's the way the news goes. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys ready to talk about our first anime topic? Yes. Let's do it. Our, yeah, it's our anime anime topic. <laughs> you, we, put, you, we put the May. You, you, you funny, Josh. You have funny uh, jokes. I try. So, for the first episode, we decided to go with probably the most recognizable anime movie, I would I would say, with Akira. Yep. Or, does anybody say it a different way? I, I mean, say does Akira. Does yeah. anybody do Akira? Yeah, we do Akira. Akira, Akira. yeah. <laughs> just because having just watched it again and yeah. hearing them say Akira a thousand times yeah. in that film, it's not hard to do. But yeah, so. I, I always said yeah. Akira. I always said Akira before that because mm-hmm. I just read it the way that it was on the exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like and on I, the VHS the tape makes sense. Yeah, like I've re- I read the manga, so it was one of those. I think I've only I, read I, that's the way I read it, so it was like oh, okay. Well, it's, oh, it's it sticks. Akira. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've only read like the first three volumes. And it go, it gets pretty crazy. I, I, it's what Deal. six volumes altogether. So I think, uh, I, I, yeah, I think it's I haven't, six. Re- I haven't read the back three, but they have them at Barnes and Noble. So cool. we should definitely. Yeah. I, uh, pick I read those them up. when I worked at Walden Books because we had them, so I would read those. And then I got as a dirty Santa present uh, a couple <laughs> years ago. Uh, someone gave me a or Secret Santa. Someone gave me a <laughs> dirty Santa. Yeah, a dirty Santa. I was like, this is mine. Um, I got it as a uh, Secret Santa thing. So I. You know, I was like, oh, cool, sweet. I'll take this and read the first one and then not go buy the rest of them because they're freaking huge. Yeah, it's in, it's a it's a Bible, man. It's it's oh, wow. it's really it's intense. Like, I read, each one? I read it while, yeah, each one is like this. Oh, wow. It's like incredibly thick. I read it um, when I was working at Altered States, which was a comic book shop in, in Syracuse. And there were three locations, and one of the locations was inside a mall that we have that's completely dead. And we were over in, like, the Sears corner, so there was nothing going on. Mm Because anybody that was going to go to Sears came in through the external exit. They weren't walking through the mall to get to Sears. So it was a complete just graveyard over there. So I would just sit at the counter, and I'd be like, oh, what do I want to read today? All right, well, I guess I'm reading Akita, so. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you you got to figure, though, like, this has to be... You know, probably what like one of the greatest anime films of all time. Like this, this to me is this isn't even the benchmark. This is like the this is the high bar that's really set for a lot of films because there is a lot of really good anime, but there's something about Akira which just makes it timeless. Like you think about this being what 1988, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's 1988, and it's 2017, and I'm we're still able to sit down and watch this and be like, this looks like it could have come out right now. This does not look like a 1988 film, but it does it, feel like the 80s though, and I think that's what also makes it timeless. enjoyable. Yeah, because it's that it cyberpunk. Feels like the 80s set in the future. Yeah, weird. I don't know. Yeah, 
Well, it's like it's it's the the idea that people in the eighties thought the future was going to look like what yeah, they thought twenty seventeen. Right. Well, because it wasn't doesn't say like twenty nineteen in the beginning. It's like yeah, because it, yeah, it's twenty nineteen and it's it's because it's a year like I think it's a hundred and forty days before the twenty twenty Tokyo Olympics, which is perfect because the twenty twenty Olympics are in Tokyo. It's, <laughs> yep. it just works Crazy. so well that they plotted it that way. Yeah. So yeah, and it's one of those like not it's not like super futuristic either. Like, no, because the, the only thing that's like really futuristic is like the laser guns. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, everything that, else is just like he's got a cool bike. Yeah, the bike. The bike's cool, but it just seems like oh, we could build that today. Like that doesn't seem exactly. that crazy. I mean, somebody built a freaking like light cycle motorcycle from Tron. Yeah. So I mean, you could easily definitely build the capsule motorcycle for that Kanida drives. But I th- I'd say, yeah, like the lasers that the military uses that then Canada uses later in the film, and then the orbital satellites, the ones that shoot the lasers down into yeah, the planet, like those those are really the only ones that you're like, okay, that's far-fetched. Everything else, oh, I guess maybe the hovercraft in the sewer sequence. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. That, maybe that one's a little bit like, all right, we don't have those. Forgot about that, yeah. Now, uh, I watched the uh, the 2001 Pioneer dub. Yeah, same. The one same that's on with Funimation. Yeah, not the eighty nine. Um, not the eighty nine one. You watched the one with Johnny Young Bosch. The one, yeah, yeah, yeah the, Johnny Young Bosch and Joshua Seth. Yeah, right. The, the yeah, because the other one was a, what Electric Media. Um, the eighty nine one, which is really funny because it has a whole bunch of voice actors that used a different name <laughs> for yes. when they recorded this. So like Cam Clark was listed as like Jimmy Flinders. Oh, Jan wow. Rabson was listed as Stanley uh, Gerd Junior. Laura, uh, Laura Cody was Deanna Morris. Like they used a different name, and I guess they had used those in the eighties, and then started using their regular names because I don't think they wanted to be tied to this. Weird. Like, they you know, were this Japanese voice acting, right? Weird. Yeah, how, isn't that so strange? But what I thought was really really cool is Bob Bergen. It was uh, Masaru, which is number twenty seven. One of the kids. He's the heavier one that sits in the mm-hmm. floating kind of chair. Wheelchair thing. Um, Kaisuke, which was uh, Kai, which was the one with the red tie. The one, okay. the, the one that makes it to the end, yeah. basically. Um, yeah, the only one. <laughs> he was also the inspector, but Bob Bergen is the voice of Porky Pig and like Tweety Bird. Oh, like wow. that's what he's famous for. Is like the, 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 the that's all, folks. Like buddy, he's buddy, the, buddy. He, he's the Space Jam Porky Pig. Interesting. Yeah, so I, I always think that's really cool that Bob Bergen like did was the, a part of this. Did the '89 yeah. version of the Overdub, which I I that's have awesome. heard this one before. I feel like this is the one that I have on VHS. Okay. But the one I prefer is definitely the 2001. Yeah, I mean, mainly because Johnny Young Bosch and Josh Absolutely. And Seth. Because yeah. uh, I'll say, like, uh, the first, like, real anime that, like, really got me into it before any of the Toonami stuff and everything like that was Digimon. And Joshua <laughs> Seth was, like, he, he played the main character, Ty. And he was the first person, like, the first voice actor I ever knew that this was what this person did. Like this was a voice actor because it was like because his name was Josh and so I was like oh Joshua <laughs> said that's cool like that's my favorite character and it's voiced by a dude named Josh and then I started you know finding him in other stuff because really like, before then it's like you could hear people and you're like oh, okay I guess but then you know when you st- really start putting a person's name to their voice then you start hearing them and seeing them in other things. And like he was like the first person that really got me into you know got me into you know the anime because like I would be listening for his voice and it's mm-hmm. like Digimon that's the really where it started for me voice acting wise because like I could hear people and then they would be in other stuff 
Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that person's from this. Oh, and this person's from that, and so on and so on. And, like, that was really good. And, like, watching this, and, like, the same thing with Johnny Young Bosch is, like, you hear this, and you're like, oh, that's Trigun. Yeah. Yeah. That's Bash the Bash Stampede. Yeah, and then, and then you hear him in other stuff, like, uh, he goes, Ichigo and Bleach, and, you know, yeah. it's, it just kind of, like, escalates from there. And so now it's kind of like a curse, but it's also really cool. So, like, whenever I listen to a dub, I'll hear a person's voice and be like, I know who that person is. Well, it's like I, I, nice. know, I know exactly who that person is, and like five characters that they voiced. Well, it's like you you think of with Johnny Young Bosch, you'll find him randomly voice characters in other anime too, like in Naruto, he's randomly in there. Um, oh, what was else? I was just I was just thinking. I think Cowboy Bebop, he's also randomly a character in there as well. So yeah, he's 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 for what he's like a kind of like a bit part character in yeah. Sword Art Online, and you're like. Oh, what Johnny Young Bosch? Oh, okay, yep. cool. He was oh the the one that really caught me. I want to say was oh, I was just thinking of it too. Now now my mind is blanking. It might be in uh, not Helsing. I'm trying to think. Oh, in Full Metal Alchemist, there's like a whole episode that like they're doing um, Lust's story and they're doing like her past and like her love interest when she was still like a regular human. What is voiced by Johnny Young Bosch, and you're That's just awesome. like you're like, oh my god, it's like a whole episode of him. This is great. So obviously, it's one of my favorites because Lust was a really cool character yeah. to begin with, and then obviously when you throw Johnny on there, you're like, yep, I'm sold. Yeah, and like uh, unfortunately with uh, Joshua Seth, like he did a lot of voice acting for a long time, but then he kind of retired for a little bit, oh. and he's kind of like a magician and a mentalist. <laughs> Interesting. So it's okay. it's really it's really kind of cool, uh, but he's he's slowly getting back into it now. Nice. Like he just did the they did the uh, the Digimon Try dub, and he reprised his character as Ty, and so he's like, yeah, I mean, he still does stuff now. So he's, he's slowly starting to do more stuff again, and I'm like, thank goodness, like you're <laughs> like my childhood. So <laughs> it's really great to you know, you know, have that type of connection like with these movies and stuff like that. So yeah, that's why like when I saw that he was uh, in this. I can't remember when. Like it was, I because I did. I don't remember seeing this back in two thousand one. It probably would have been like maybe two thousand five. Probably. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, once I saw it was Joshua Seth, I was like, okay, I gotta watch this now. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what I think for like the big anime buffs. Like, we'll definitely follow certain voice actors and be like, oh, they're voicing this character. I mean, that's what got me into Bleach to begin with. But then after mm-hmm. probably the end of the second season, I was just like, there's too much. And they were going <laughs> well. They were going very Dragon Ball Z where it was like, let's talk about the fight. And that's the whole episode. And, you know, you kind of get, for me at least, like that that tunes me out. I have the same problem with like Naruto is it's the the, the whole episode is just talk about the fight. So I think that's for, for most of the series that I enjoy are ones that are uh, um, concrete. Like here's your start, here's your finish. Like maybe it's 26 yeah. episodes and that's it or 13 episodes or like when you got me turned on to Erased. I was like, oh, wow, there's only, like, eight episodes. Like, this is perfect. And then it's yeah, you're yeah. done. Yeah, like, here's 12 episodes. That's it. That's all Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe it was, like, 12. But, like, that's I, – I, I like the start and the ending. Brittany and I, for just regular TV shows, we'll wait till it's over. Yeah. And then we'll go and watch it because we're like, okay, now we know it ended. And it's not like, oh, this could I go on for another seven years. I think that's why we have stopped our list of shows. We kind of just stopped watching everything. The yeah. last couple months, we're like, you know what? We don't have the time. Why no. are we cramming it in and staying up super late when we don't have that time? So might as well just wait till it ends in a month, which it fin- all the shows, I think, are finally Ending. ended at yeah. this point. So we have the summer to go and catch, catch up, up on all the shows. Yeah. So you just have to 
be careful with your social media and yeah, and be yeah, like, oh, yeah, that, that guy died. The, the, dang. The social media kills it. So, I mean, that's why I, I have to do Attack on Titan. Like, oh when yeah, it comes out. Oh like, yeah. And if I can't catch it on like the Saturday night, it comes out. It has to be you know that Sunday morning, or else I can't be on social media. Right. Right. Because like it's gonna be totally ruined for me. Yeah, I think that's why I stay uh, away same from thing with Twitter. The Walking Dead and Twitter, Gotham sure. and Game of Thrones. It's one of those you can't be on anything. True. So or else true. It's done. I think for Gotham, I would just be like, "Oh, thank God they killed that person. Oh, thank God they killed that person. <laughs> oh, that person's still alive. Well, that sucks." We should definitely. <laughs> so it's on the first season's on Netflix, right? I think the first two seasons. Oh, I think we yeah. should probably give that a shot again. Yeah. See, where we'll it try. Goes. We'll try yeah. it again because we were really excited about them doing Gotham. It, well, and then it, it it started out that way, and then they followed Fish Mooney too much, and then mm. Penguin like he started fun, and then got kind of annoying, and then he like I think when we stopped, he was on the backside of. Like transitioning from being obnoxious and getting right. interesting again, and then they threw the the Joker ass so, kid right. in there, and I go, "No, I'm done. I uh, nope. I don't want to watch." Maybe it. Maybe this is like the downtime that we stopped, and then it'll probably get better. Yeah, maybe, people still love it. So. Well, that and sometimes you have to be like in the right mindset. So like True. when you sit down, you're like, "Yes, I want to watch that." Yes. So no, so so Josh, what you were saying for this one, so it was definitely Joshua Seth that kind of like helped bring you in, but like you were already a pretty big anime fan before even watching this film, right? Oh yeah, because like, because uh, I want to say Digimon was ninety nine, and like the mid, like the early two thousands is when Toonami really started, you know, kicking off, like with you know like your DBZ, your Outlaw Star, yeah. um, <laughs> Sailor Moon, Tenchi Muyo, all those classic anime shows were starting to make their way over, and it was kind of it basically turned into like an anime nerd's heaven. Yeah, no, I re- I remember that because I feel like that's what. Because in the in the time that it took me to let's see, I was working at the comic book shop. I had a couple guys that were like, "Oh my god, you haven't seen any of these!" Like I had already seen some anime, so they were like, "All right, we know you like anime, but these are the classics or these are the must watch series right now that you have to see." So I remember watching Trigun. I remember watching like Blood the Last Vampire and Ninja Scroll and uh, Ghost uh, Ghost in the Shell. Obviously Akido, but we watched the '89 because they were purists and were like, <laughs> well, "Originally we watched the su- the uh, subtitle version." Yeah, you can only they, watch it in Japanese. They were like, "Yeah, everything." I know everything was subtitled. We didn't watch anything that was overdubbed. And then they were like, "Well, if you want to watch a dubbed version, here's the '89 because this was like 2002, 2003." So they were like, okay, but don't watch the 2001. They were like, they ruined it. I'm like, all right, whatever, guys. But yeah, I mean, you you watch you watch these films. You, you know, as you kind of get into these things, it's uh, it, it's very. I don't know. It's interesting to me which ones, uh, like which order people kind of put. Like, oh, well, if you're first getting into anime, watch this. Or if you're a big fan of this, then maybe you'll enjoy this one. You know, like like mm-hmm. how people kind of bridge that. For me, I'm more of just like, a, if it's good, it's good. It doesn't right. matter who was in it or what it was tied to just like if yeah. it's enjoyable i'm gonna sit and watch it yeah it's one of those like everybody's you know almost starter anime like if, if you're someone's like hey i think i kind of want to get into anime which no one like ever says that but if <laughs> you're like i want to get this person started into anime what's your go-to uh, what did you show me i, I think, think for you, showed you was me, trigon you showed me trigon i yeah. think trigon was the first because i was like okay well it's concrete mm-hmm. you just dedicate watch the 26 episodes and then you're good i think we went trigon and then we went um was it 
Full Metal Alchemist after yeah, that? Yeah, I think it was Full Metal Alchemist oh, wow. after Trigon. So, cause, or but with, Death Note. Well, we, no, because it was... No, it Death was, Note was when we got Netflix, and yeah. we were like, this looks cool. Well, because I, I had knew, seen and it, and I was, I was like, like you this, have to watch yeah, this. this. looks interesting. But yeah, I think it was Full Metal Alchemist, because after she made it through Trigon, it was like, oh, I wish there was more. This was great. I can't believe it ends like that. Like, is there a second series? And I was like, no, this was it. And then I was like, well, if you want one that has a little bit more to it, I, you know, it was like 51 episodes for Full Metal Alchemist. So we sat in and, and watched that, and she, you, you like I that I really one, enjoyed yeah. it, yeah. It, it's on my list. Um, Cowboy Bebop, <laughs> we've gotten maybe like four or five episodes in, which I think yeah, you were, I, I you were like crafting. That's what, that's what most people go for is, is Bebop. I think You we, said it. I think you yeah. mentioned it, and then for some reason, you, Trigon's your fave, so, yeah, so we just we went, went there with, first. With, with and then I think he was thinking my preference outside of anime so then i think he thought full metal alchemist would fit me more than cowboy bebop would well and i but that and i think like i was randomly watching like samurai shampoo and like you had no interest in it mm-hmm. so i was like all right well if she doesn't like shampoo she's probably then bebop's not gonna really be like mm-hmm. a um you know like a draw in yeah or so i don't know i think you you preferred the more, more lighthearted, fa- more fantasy, yeah more, more yeah fantasy more yeah. lighthearted stuff because you know, when you think of Trigun, you think of Full Metal Alchemist. It starts out very lighthearted. Well, maybe not so much with Full Metal when they do yeah, that. I was about to say, episode one, their mom dies. Yeah, the yeah. mom dies, and then, like, the... the them, horribly. Yeah, the mom dies. Well, the mom dies, and then everything goes wrong for the two boys, which obviously leads them on their journey. But then it, there, there's so much, like, just, Edward is short, and we're going to laugh at him. Yeah. Like, jokes until you get to about... I'm going to say, once you really get into the homunculi section and like when they're really deep diving with them and you really get into like greed right then it gets really dark for like the latter half of that series but with bebop bebop is kind of dark every episode um gungrave is another one i wouldn't really put her into because that's the same writer creator for trigun Mm -hmm. but it's such a dark series and i think that's why we stayed away from akita for so long because i was like look this isn't fun this like this isn't like a jokey Here's some silly moments. Like for the most, you every now and again you get one-liners, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's you, you, you pretty gory. From, you get a lot of stuff from uh, uh, Kanida. Oh, so, for like, sure. Johnny, and Johnny Young Bosch is basically Vash during yes. those yep. sets. Yep. Like, oh, hey, you're pretty. Are we gonna go out? I think we should go. Out. How's this other guy gonna take it knowing that we're going out now? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it just really you know, and his delivery on that is great. Well, he he steals the show for me. Always. Like Johnny Youngbosch, anytime he's in an episode, I pay attention to to his character specifically. Um, with Vash the Stampede, I mean, I always say that Nicholas D. Wolfwood's my favorite character from Trigon, but I mean, come on, it's Vash. Yeah, Vash the Stampede. So you you have you know you have voice actors that definitely stand out, but even Canada as a character, I really love his arc, like where he goes from like the brash young, uh, what are they called, uh, Bolso Zuko. Uh, like motor, like Japanese motorcycle gang. gang yeah. yeah, like when he go, like their gang called the Capsules, and like their little battle with the clowns in the like that beginning sequence. Like uh, just his his growth as a character, going from skirt chasing motorcycle kid mm-hmm. to like protective of Tetsuo, Tetsuo to then trying to rescue Tetsuo to then trying to kill Tetsuo, realizing like look. Our friendship's done. We're not. We're never going back to where we were. Mm-hmm. And if anybody, like he even says, if anybody's going to kill Tetsuo, it has to be us. Right. Like well, we well, have to be the ones to do it. Well, here's the thing with that. Like I feel like they they did try to kill each other, but it's one of those they didn't actually try to kill each other because yeah. there's this there's that whole part part I can't even talk where Soul attacks and 
Tetsuo saves Kaneda. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does he didn't the, have to, the didn't dome. Have to. He's like puts the dome over him. Yeah. And even at the end, uh, Kaneda has the chance, you know, to, you know, I get kind of shoot Tetsuo some more. Oh, Just yeah. like throws the gun down and he's like, dude, I, I got to go with him. Because, like, even though they, you know, basically Tetsuo's been consumed by uh, Akira at this point and everything's just he, he has no control over anything but this he's still asking for Tetsu, uh, for uh, Kaneda's help yeah well he's when like, he come on help me man it's it's one of those like i i just the way i watch it it's bad circumstances for uh, that put Tetsuo in his current predicament for sure like, and when cuz like he he runs into uh, is it 27 uh, twenty six. Uh, uh, Takaru. Um. Uh. No, Takashi is twenty six. Oh, Takashi. Takashi. Yeah, because Ta- it's Kiyo- Ki- yeah, it's, well, it, it's Kyoko, which is twenty five. Takashi is twenty six, and Masaru is twenty seven. So, and yeah, Kyoko's so is the one that's kind of bed bound, and she just like astrally projects herself yeah, into she, she's K. Snow White. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Because I, I mean, like they even show that little mural thing with like all they of the do. dwarves, and then there's yeah. Snow White. I know she has the that. castle in there. Snow White. Yeah. So yeah, like because he, he he just wants like it's not his fault really, and so like uh, this power is consuming him the whole yeah. entire time. Like I, I feel bad for the character because I'm like, dude, I mean, it sucks. I mean, like their whole honestly, their whole life kind of sucks. Yeah, like when they go to school and like the discipline, 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 punch, discipline. Gosh. But yeah, it's like one of the it's you you feel for him and like I at least I did like I feel for him like oh man like this situation sucks you you can't control it this power is going through you and he wants to stop it so like that's why he's going to you know the the stadium to you know rip a like find out what the heck's going on with uh, Akira and or Akira and why he keeps seeing visions of him exactly yeah. and then you know Kaneda just comes out and he's like I'm gonna shoot you and he's like okay well. Now I we fight. Gonna fight, and then they fight, and gets his arm blown off. But he, again, does still save Kaneda, and at the end, he's like saying, "Like help, I can't, I can't control myself." Yeah, well, when he when he smashes Kiori, oh, you know what I mean, and he goes, he goes, I can, he goes, I can feel her, she's in danger, and then when she does that, he goes, I feel her, she's, um, she's becoming she's, a part of me. Yeah, like she's dying, and then she becomes a part of him. It's like, oh, yeah, man. but while that happens, like Connie dies, also trapped inside, trapped, yeah. but he's not being smashed because I think there's the the blocks that are still in Tetsuo yeah. that he he's he, still protecting he's him still, in a way, he, exactly as much as he could. I think I enjoy the whole Tetsuo. I can see why he went crazy as fast as he did. Yes. Because he's a kid who doesn't have parents. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, Kaneda was his protector, protector, like he said, always, yeah. from when he was younger. And when you're younger, yeah, you appreciate it. And then you get older, and then you start realizing, especially in those teen years, you realize, well, I need to be more independent. Yeah. And it's not that I don't like you for what you're doing for me. I don't like you because you're not letting me do it for myself. Yes, and, exactly. And I think this these powers overcoming him, he couldn't control that. There was no way. Yeah. They were just too strong. And so he went the wrong way about everything, but mm-hmm. I don't think he could have controlled it and went any other way. No, I mean, they would have had to um, catch him the same way they did uh, 25, yeah. 26, and 27. Yes, was exactly. they, w- they had to catch him in their youth where you're still developing, you'll still you, listen to... And... Yeah, you'll still listen to your elders, but by the time yes. you get to, like you said, your teen years, you're, you're rebellious. You're rebellious, you don't... I mean, kids rebel because the parents say, I know what's best for you, you have to listen to me, and the kids just need to fall... They need to fail for themselves. Yeah. But... 
the, the I think the conversation when um, Kay and Kanida are in the cell and they're talking and Kyoko is talking through Kay. Oh, yeah. And she says, like, okay, when, when you think of, like, an amoeba that just latches on and consumes everything around it, but then if you give the amoeba... Maybe like the intelligence of a creature, the next step above. Bigger, yeah. What, well, how is a me- an amoeba going to react to that? It doesn't know to hold back. It yes. only knows to keep doing what it's doing, yeah. but now at an accelerated rate. Yes, exactly. Like, you, you know, a dog is a dog, a cat is a cat. But when you give a dog or a cat like a human's mentality, you know, it's going to be a drastically different creature. Mm-hmm. And how, how does... How does that creature cope with itself and how do the the creatures that are on its original level cope with the fact that now this creature is above yeah. anything that they could completely yep. understand? And like with the scientist, I always forget his name, but for him, like or Dr. Onishi, when he like the fact that he tries to hide from the uh the the, the colonel, the fact that Tetsuo's power is oh, reminiscent yeah. of Akira right. is like because he, he goes, I can't fathom this power and I need to understand how to harness it. Mm-hmm. So like he longs for more. And so, you know, there's a lot of people that make mistakes yep. throughout this that influence what Tetsuo does and where his decision, decisions are. I mean, hell, even the military when they fire on him. Yeah. You know, because they like, I don't understand. Like one guy goes, we can't shoot on him he's just a kid and then somebody else is like fire fire and they fire on him and you're like no it's fear yeah it's the fear of the unknown right 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 yeah it's and and it's it's definitely a theme that still resonates yeah and i think that's why it has the longevity that it's had is because people can still identify with this like the the story the story itself is people can latch onto it and i know like for britney this was your first time really watching it, so you know, you, like you had some questions. But I know the next time you go back and watch it, you're going to be like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, "Oh, I really enjoyed this." Yeah. The first time, it was hard to understand for me. I don't know. Yeah. I, it took a while, and I think it was like a lot of build up, and then I ended up falling asleep towards the end, so I didn't get to see the payoff, yeah. or anything. So I missed a lot of little things that when we watched it the second time through, I'm like, "That makes sense now. That makes sense." So you really have to give if you. For some reason, if there's listeners out there who are maybe they've never watched it and they want to watch it, um, definitely give it a second chance if you can't get through it the first time. I imagine they'll be able to, but just to understand the little things and to appreciate each character for why they are acting out the way they are. um, I don't know. I definitely enjoyed it way more this time. And I think what makes it easier to understand is if you focus on the relationship between Tetsuo and Kanida, more than like uh, Kay's relationship with uh, Ryu, mm-hmm. and like um, the the like, if you don't focus so much on like the government um, corruption, yeah, you know, like yeah, it's an interesting subplot, but it doesn't really impact. That, yeah, like, that's the definitely over-arc. not my favorite part of the. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's story. distracting. You get, a lot of that in, you get a lot of that in the manga, which I'm, I'm glad that they kind of minimized it minimize yeah exactly yeah, minimize it in the movie because it's it's there and you're like okay yeah well these characters have more of a role but you Me. don't that if it doesn't really matter well right. it was it nezu is the the corrupt politician guy yeah, that's politician, trying yeah. he's trying to play both sides like the council the board as well as like ryu and like the resistance members mm-hmm. and i think for that part because i feel like that was a lot you were like so wait what does this guy have to do with what's going and, on and here and i was like was. i was like honestly there isn't much that he yeah, has to it do was with a, it. it was a really different like an extra story in there that i was just yeah. kind of like well, not my favorite part of what, it. It's like they're also trying to capture and kill Tetsuo because they yeah, realize that he's as dangerous as what Akira Every, was. Everybody would be. Like, if this was set today, yeah. 
everybody would be Use like him all, as a danger. Yeah, all parts of the world would be trying to figure out how they can be the one to be the saviors of the world. Yeah. And or, everybody or has how a different they can get this guy and, and harness and it. harness the power. Exactly. Right, 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 right. So um, I think we talked about it. Um, the fact that it is a lot like the movie Chronicle. Yes. And we really liked that movie. Yeah, which Josh, oh, Josh. Know, yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, that's a really good comparison. Well, yeah. he Josh Tranky had even said that he was heavily influenced by Akira when he was like writing and developing the movie Chronicle. When you really think about the, um, I can't think of the character's name, but the the one that turns bad, you think about his family circumstances mm-hmm. and even like the circumstances around school and it's like just bad everywhere. Yeah, like like um, Anthony or what's his name, uh, the one that's played Human Torch in the mo- Michael B. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Michael B. Jordan. Thank Michael you, B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. The like the fact that like he's like the jock and the kind of more right. popular one, and the other one is like kind of popular but also good with school, and the other one is the social outcast, mm-hmm. and his family life sucks, and like his you know his dad's like an alcoholic or something. Like there's all these things that like you see what drives him yep. to go where he goes, and he very much is the Tetsuo, Tetsuo character. Tetsuo, and you, you very know? much have a Kaneda character. character isn't that, in, I can't remember his name. The but, other, yeah, the, the the one. Well, Michael but, B. Jordan yeah, dies. Yeah, so the, but the, the only other one, that, friend that lives so. and tries to help him yeah. as much as he can even though that this guy is clearly going to just kill him <laughs> right exactly well and what i thought was interesting is that giving them all the powers whereas kanida which i love about akira is the fact that kanida doesn't have any powers no he literally is like look i'm a regular human and i'm going to do everything i can to stop my best friend like yes. i have to stop him and josh like what you were saying is when he does have tetsuo in his sights he can't pull the trigger yeah you know, even even when they are fighting on. Well, the, I mean, um, Annie screams his name every time before every time. he's going to shoot the gun. <laughs> yeah, like, so yo, I mean, when he he's like Tetsuo heads up because he's like yeah Tetsuo, or even when he goes to lift the rock to drop it on his head, yeah. he's like Tetsuo, and you're like, really? Like what? <laughs> Why? Why are you giving him a warning? But because he doesn't really want to do it. Yeah. he does, and he doesn't. It's like he wants to give him a chance. Yeah. type thing. Like you know, I'm I gotta stop you, but if you want to move, like this is your warning. At least I tried. Yeah, because I mean, it's essentially, they're they're brothers. Yeah, the yes. whole entire time. So you're like, okay, yeah, like you guys grew up together. Yeah, you you really don't want to kill each other. But. Well, you see that in like the like towards the end when when the I, I guess they're called the Espers, the three children, when they summon Akira at the Olympic Stadium, and then Akira basically recreates the same like atomic blast that mm-hmm. he did in 1988, and he sucks in Tetsuo and Kanida, and then you know uh, Takashi goes in after him, and then so does Kyoko and Masaru. You know, and when Kanida really gets to see like Tetsuo's memories and like the yes. memories that Tetsuo goes to were the memories of Kanida, like him as a child and Kanida um, looking at him as Tetsuo goes through the hallway and then Tetsuo or Kanida getting his toy back. Yes, when he I beats think up the kids that and was takes it back. so necessary for yeah. the story. I think it, it was a it was a great movie, but if that was left out for some reason, I think I would feel like it lacked something. Yeah. I think I needed yeah, to they're... feel why they were connected. Did you do you think you needed it earlier? Yes. Yeah, yes. that's my thing too. I think there was a well, lot well, of build up. Sprinkle a little bit of the bond in, just yeah. like little little bits, but not a lot. Yeah, it's I not think they needed that a last little bit hit it a little bit heavier at the beginning yeah. to make you see why Kaneda would even care to go in after him. I mean, I right. know you're a friend, you're a friend, you're going to assume that they've been through a lot together. But when we're viewing it, we need to see exactly what they went through together. And maybe we should have got the fact that he didn't have those parents at the beginning, you know, like maybe that vision should have been earlier. Yeah. And then the rest of like the more like 
uh, neighbor or uh, um, in the schoolyard stuff like that right. could have come at the end, yeah. you yeah. know, because yeah, you could have like, seen where the resentment growing. Yes. Yeah, you only get like one instance of that. That's uh, when he's in the bed at the very beginning, like right before you know the the three of them come in as their big huge the teddy bear teddy bear cell. Oh yeah, yeah, and like give you some weird trip. Um, <laughs> the acid trip. Yeah, scene. The, I like the tiny little, little ones where yeah. it's a flash memory and it shows um, the guy giving uh, little Tetsuo over to the woman. Yeah, like gotcha. and everything. So he's like giving him up for adoption, pretty much. Right. Yep. And you're like, okay, well, this is kind of sad. So you automatically kind of get a little bit, but again, it's like five seconds, and then you don't have anything else for a while. And then craziness just ensues. Yeah. Well, because you, well, because you hear it in the end where they say that when Tetsuo is walking with the teacher or whatever through the hallway or the orphanage or whatever it's supposed to be and you see Connie does standing in the doorway looking at him you hear kids in the background say something along the lines of like oh his parents gave him up so it's not even yeah. like his parents died his parents didn't want yeah. him and you're like oh like, abandonment like you see, and you see him like standing outside of his door with all the little like the mail slot full of crap and like yeah. and stuff all over the door so more than likely they just booked it yeah. Oh, yeah, and just left him. So you're like, you know, you kind of, I think more of that interspersed with, like, you know, like maybe the times where Tetsuo is kind of sitting on his own or, you know, uh, when, like when he leaves, when he steals Kanida's bike with uh, Kiori. Oh, yeah. Like if we had seen more of it then and you could have been like, oh, I get why Tetsuo mm-hmm. is resentful towards Kanida's because he's been resentful towards everyone and Kanida kind of is the embodiment of what Tetsuo wants to be. Right. You know, like he's the gang leader and yep. he kind of throws things at uh, um, at Tetsuo, like kind of like, oh, you can't handle yourself. I got to bail you out again. Right. And even some of the other guys like, uh, um, is it Yagamata? Yamagata says mm-hmm. to him, he, like when uh, Tetsuo crashes his bike in the early chase sequence. Oh, and yeah. And he goes by and he was like, come on, Tetsuo, get it together or something like mm-hmm. that. And you're like, oh, I get it. Like everybody kind of kind of craps on him a little bit. Yep. Yeah, it, it definitely watch it a couple times because mm-hmm. then you know once you get the like, the overall dynamic of their relationship and then you watch it again you're like okay now it kind of everything pieces itself together mm-hmm. for sure so so with this one um with this one it was, was there a character or like an arc that really stood out for you josh was there one that you were kind of like well yeah this is the one that i identify with the most like the character that i enjoyed the most i, I like i said like i enjoyed tetsuo the most yeah because like, cause you can understand and you can kind of feel. Because we all, I think we all kind of have that sometimes. Like, at least that mentality of, hey, I want to be better than this guy. Like, why Why does all this, you know, stuff kind of happen to me? Right. Like, I'm just as good as this other guy. If only I had something a little bit more, mm-hmm. then yeah. maybe I could be this guy. And yeah. that's and that's what he just wants. He just wants something a little bit more. And because, like, because obviously kind of he's... He's made more handsome. He's got all the girls. <laughs> he's got the bike gang. Everything. He's got this dope bike. And Tetsuo's got this little, you know, kind of like I don't know Suzuki or whatever <laughs> it is. And um, it's like one of the and like he's got a girl, but I mean, obviously she's not the most attractive of girls, right? But it's like, oh hey, he, at least he got something, bro. Yeah, exactly. No, but and it's almost it's, like it's, a pity. It, it, it's kind of like if only he could have, you know, seen what he had. Yeah, and he doesn't really see and grasp what he has until it's too late mm-hmm. yeah you, you feel for him you're like oh man if you just knew if you just knew what you had and then... yeah that's the whole grass is greener thing yeah. it exactly. always you 
What about for you, BMO? Okay, uh, I think I like Kanida. Yeah, he's just just the fact that he his friend, you know, is going through craziness and he has no idea what the heck's happening, but he's still and and there's multiple times where he's like showing that he doesn't want his help. But yeah, he's yeah. still trying. He's still trying, 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 trying. And whether or not it's at the end where he's like, well, I got to be the one to kill him. You know, nobody right. else should. It's like, well, you you still feel like it's the right, the dignity, the right thing to do, you know, dignified thing to do. Um, so I just, I respect Kaneda's character. Right. Tetsuo, I think the first time I watched it, I was angry at him. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. I immediately didn't like him. The second time watching it, I'm like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. I get why you went like where you went with yeah. with all the powers that you had so i understand his character more but i think the first time i was like oh he's obnoxious <laughs> so but now i appreciate the character definitely way more the second well, time around when, when you think of like with kanida too like his he's attracted to um to k originally mm-hmm. and then it's almost as though he's staying with her when he realizes like oh if i can get in with this resistance that will be my in to get yep. to tetsuo yeah so it's almost like it's, it's not always like his his yeah, he's not using her, but kind of. He he's using her connections at one point because yeah. he's like, okay, yeah. if I can get in with these guys, they'll help me get to Tetsuo, and I could save him because I can't do it on my own. And no offense to my biker gang, but they're useless. They're useless, yeah. And they're not going to help me in exactly. this regard. So, and th- like, they're not as passionate about saving Tetsuo mm-hmm. as the way that Kanida is. And then with like Josh, what you were saying with Tetsuo, especially like, yeah, I mean, Kaori. Like she kind of just hangs around because you know she's sort of the outcast too, and then he knows that she just pities him. Yeah. It's not that she like loves him or wants to be with him because like she thinks he's a great guy. It's like she pities him, yeah. and that makes him feel even worse because like seeing her makes him remember or like it, seeing the way that she looks at him makes him reminds him of the way, the way everybody looks everybody at him does. and the way he looks at himself. Yeah, and so I mean it's it's so tough because I do love both those both characters. characters, and then it's tough too because like Connie Doe kind of for me it's because Johnny Young Bosch, so you're yeah. just like oh it's the voice actor kind of puts it above, and I think same yeah. thing for you, Josh. Like Joshua Seth kind of puts that a, a little bit over for you but yeah i think for both of them their arcs are amazing yes and i think the fact that tetsuo still kind of gets a happy ending at the end is still i think at least redeemable in the film. yeah for it's sure. redeemable it's still kind of nice it's very confusing but I, I i still like it yes just assume he becomes god exactly well, yeah he's yeah. like he's the creator of this yeah. new yeah, universe a new, yeah. an alternate universe i mean essentially him saying i am tetsuo like he becomes the god of it. his own universe. you hear it yeah. in his voice you, there's obviously yeah the confidence I it sounds different tetsuo. and that's yeah. like the brilliance of a voice actor yeah. it's like this is what they have to convey and it's like hey say these lines one this way one that way and you're telling a whole different story yeah so, yeah, because exactly. like, when he because uh, yeah, that's a really good point. Because like when he's starting getting these powers, he's like, "Who are you? Who are you?" Talking to Akira, and then when everything is inside of him, he's like, "Who am I? Who am I?" And then at the end, it's I am Tetsuo. Yes. Yeah, which so is, he finally gets it, which is it's it's really nice. Yeah, because you see the the kind of the Big Bang explosions, mm-hmm. like the white to gray to black yeah. to white to gray to black, and then it kind of changes to like red, and it looks like an iris, like an eye. Oh yeah. And then it, he said, "You hear I am Tetsuo," and so you kind of assume at that point, like he has created a universe unto himself, right. which I I thoroughly enjoy that, and I like that Akita kind of like did that for him like yes. hey nobody did this for me i'm going to do this for you yes yeah. because you know akira is just this unknown entity throughout the entire film so yeah i i love this movie i freaking like just talking about it now i'm just like i want to watch it again it's so it is good. it's really good right yeah i kind of want to too <laughs> oh man 
Like, because, like, you guys were making some really good points. I was like, oh, I never really thought of it like that. I should watch it again and think of it like that. Yeah, you look at it different ways. And that's what's fun about these conversations is we can bounce off of each other and be like, oh, yeah, I appreciate that person more now. Yeah, you get your own insight. Like, yeah. you, you see somebody else's insight and it changes the way that you kind of do And that that's one of those things where if only Tetsuo had that in the beginning, he got these powers out of nowhere. Like, they just, uh, like, emerged after seeing, I don't remember the numbers of the kids, yeah. but after seeing that kid and, like, oh, he was gets... Takashi, he was yeah. After yeah. you, he gets these powers, and at the age that he gets them, it's just all horrible timing. <laughs> like it was just bad from the beginning. But if there was somebody there to like lead him the right way, maybe it could have been a, a different. different story. But. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those like, what would have happened if uh, Kaneda's gang would have got him first? Yeah, and the yeah. military never picked him up. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. They would have just nursed him up, or but then you had a figure. You when you think about it, his. He always had those latent abilities, but it was his his interaction with Takashi which kickstarted it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even at the end when uh, um, uh, Kyoko is saying to Kanida that uh, Kay has powers as well, mm-hmm. you know, or like that she her powers are finally starting to develop. Oh yeah, her psychic ability. Yeah. Well, so, well, well, they talk about the scientist guy talks about it when he's talking to the uh, the colonel, and he's like. One of my researchers was like, maybe this is the next form of human evolution. Yeah. And maybe, you know, uh, Akira was the first, like, he just evolved too early. Right. And then he comes into contact with the three, and then it happens with uh, Tetsuo. So it, they just all kind of awaken. Yeah. yeah. And Which, unfortunately, it just awakens too early, and yeah. right. the knowledge and the power is too much. Yeah, and, and then also what the environment is, because like the illusion that Kyoko has to an amoeba in the beginning, or like in that middle sequence, obviously is very anal- analogous to what happens to Tetsuo in the end, because he basically becomes this amoeba yeah. that's just absorbing everything, everything. around him. So yeah, so we're. Um, you guys want to rank this puppy? I was going to say, you want where, where does this fall on your... Because uh, you give it dippers, right? How many? Yeah, I do dippers. Um, I'm going to give this, after much deliberation, I was deliberating between a four and a five yeah. a lot today, but I think after hearing a little bit of your points and voicing some of my points out loud, they start to click a little bit more, <laughs> so I'm going to give it five dippers. Nice. nice. How about you, Bimo? Okay, for me, just because I think I need to watch it a few more times. Sure. And then listening, it, oh gosh, this probably would have been a three, maybe even lower at the first time I watched it. Now right. I think I'm at like a 4.5. Nice, yeah. nice. So right, yeah. definitely it's, a good I think increase. if I watch it again, it'll probably be a five. Yeah. Yeah. And nice. it'll be a one that I would then recommend to people. Right. So what about you? Oh, it's a five. Got to be five, five clouds solid. Like, like I said, kind of at the the start of our conversation, is this is like the archetype for me when it comes, or like mm-hmm. this is the high bar. Like this isn't the norm for anime, and like not even just anime, but like science fiction. Story. Like yeah, yeah story like, arc. Story yeah, like the like anybody that wants to touch on like the Mad Max dystopian future, Blade Runner. Oh, you love that stuff. All of that. Yeah, exactly. Like that's all in my wheelhouse. And with this, and especially, I mean, for me in 2002, I mean, I was barely turning 20. And so you're, I mean, I was in that mindset where oh, Kanida man. and Tetsuo very much like resonated with me as characters. And I was like, cause I had friends. Cause when you think about in your twenties, like you get the friends that fall into drugs, that fall into alcohol, yeah. that fall into partying. And then like, for me, I never, I, I was falling into that path and then kind of was able to pull myself out of it. But it's because not just I had certain people around me, but it was having like that own 
like fortitude yeah. and knowing like, okay, there are very specific characters in films. Which character do I want to be? Yeah. You know what I mean? In, and that's in, awesome. Like in my own life, if I'm going to choose my own path, like what, who am I going to follow? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I think this, for me, this hit at the perfect point. And like, like we talked about, like I'll introduce people to other anime first, like serialized anime first. Right. And then I'm like, okay, you're ready for You're ready punch. for this. You'd appreciate yeah, yeah. this. Well, once, you've do, once, you've, once you've done your time, you, you yeah. get ready for Akira. And this, and this isn't even just like a punch or a kick to the chest. This is like Fist of the North Star, like punch <laughs> to the chest. Like your body's going to explode after watching this. Like this is perfect. So right. yeah, for me, solid five. Awesome. Nice. All right. We've got a very special anime top 10 of our favorite anime series slash franchises nice all right so are you guys ready for this i'm so ready for this all right let's do it and now for another top five all right so this this was a little this was hard yeah (laughs) no this was not hard. hard this was impossible dude like it was First off, just trying to think of all of uh, all the ones that would even make that could even be considered for a top ten. Because I mean, obviously, there's a ton of anime that I've watched that I was like, Meh, not gonna, you know, not gonna throw that one on the on the list. But you know, then is trying to whittle it down to the anime that you're like, okay, which ones would even be in the conversation, and then trying to take those and eliminate it down to a top ten. Which I'll be honest, the top ten I have right now may change like a month from now. You totally. know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just you, which ones you're in the mood for. So top tens, it's uh, it's a it's like a river. It's always flowing. Things can change. <laughs> and uh, I know we had talked in text that uh, I was going to try and keep it to five <laughs> honorable mentions. I think I've got eight on there, and that's because I had to cut it off. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I can't because I was like, I could start putting some just other stuff in here that I really really enjoy, but I was like, no, nope, can't do it, can't do it. Now, you guys got a little special thing, because, like, you guys get to do movies with yours. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I, 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 de- I decided to do, like, series and franchise, just because I was like, that'll be good for you. Because I know me and Gavin, I think the last, uh, our last episode in anime is going to be our favorite anime movies. Oh, perfect. So, that's why I was like, I'll keep those there. So gotcha. that way I can focus more on series. Yeah, and see, for me, I have not watched as nowhere near. I wouldn't even see a fraction of how many you guys have watched. And I just know that from talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know how many you guys have watched, but I know that. Um, so I had to add in movies. And then, of course, when I added in movies, Ghibli is my favorite thing ever right. other than Disney. So then my list became a Ghibli list. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> So, um, but, but I think that's good too because when you think about it, like, like even for me, I consider myself a really big anime fan. Mm-hmm. But even Josh like eclipses me. You know what I mean? Like Josh, right. I think for you, like anime is probably like that's your number one. Like that's kind of your yeah. go to if you're going to watch something. For me, anime is probably that's my top five. I'd say like you know for me, it's definitely going to be like a Star Wars film, a Marvel film, a Disney film. You know, like a Pixar film, and then anime. Like right. anything anime is going to be like that. Right. That next, um, like that fifth most watched thing so yeah there's definitely gonna be a bunch i'm sure because in previous episodes we've done with you there's been anime you've mentioned that i'm like oh i don't even know what that is like especially the ones where the title is only in japanese like they don't have an american equivalence of what that title is then you're like oh yeah no i probably haven't seen that one (laughs) yeah and and i tried to it's one of those like a lot of the newer stuff i kind of tried to leave out because it's it's so fresh 
Yeah. That it kind of eclipses stuff that I haven't watched in 10, 15 years, but I still remember it so fondly. Yeah. Like, it's been, it's been uh, nostalgia. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll get, yeah, we'll get into it, because, like, especially, like, this, you know, with some of my picks, I'm like, I haven't watched these. Like, I have the ability to watch these, but I haven't watched these since they aired over here. And I'm like, I, I still know, I still know character names, I still know plots, I still know everything <laughs> about it. Like, awesome. I know two, two random characters that are in, like, the first season that are never mentioned again. <laughs> See, that's what's and cool about you like, guys. Oh, I, I know exactly who those people are. You guys like, I'll, I'll retain this knowledge crazily. Like, you guys can remember everything from all the movies you've seen. Uh, my brain just does not work that way, man. <laughs> like, when I became a mother and, like, half of the stuff that I knew, like, just got erased. And I'm like, oh, I used to know the lyrics to this song. What happened? It's because Remy <laughs> takes it with you when yeah, he comes Remy out. <laughs> so now Remy's going to randomly know character <laughs> names. So you're going to be like, you've never seen that. And he'll be like, that's my favorite. But I, I feel as though I have. <laughs> Once. A long time ago. All right, that makes more sense then. <laughs> Remy's just going to be walking around and be like, I'm a Nego Montoya. And you're like, what the what heck? The you haven't heck? seen that movie. You haven't seen this. <laughs> yep. How funny. And he keeps telling me I killed his father. And I'm like, I am your father. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right. So which one of you guys wants to start? I will start. I will start because right. I think you guys will have more epic lists for the listeners. And mine is as very sad in comparison but anywho it's it's just a different list it's very different it's gonna be so different from you guys so these last ones will be probably more on your guys's mark and then the rest will be all ghibli nice so my number 10 because we just watched it and because it's that epic of a movie and i think it will probably make anybody's anime list it's got to be akira nice Nice. good start and we just talked so i don't have to go anywhere right exactly (laughs) no uh go into another uh hour long long. (laughs) yeah So give me the te- top 300 reasons oh, why Akira is your number 10. <laughs> now, can uh, will you list uh, from 1 to 15 your favorite characters? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just go so down the cast the list. all of the characters in them. It's like, shoot, there's only 14 characters. Darn. I'm going to name like, oh, no. Kanida twice. You, you know, you're going to have to name that dude that, like, prays. That like the you're the one that oh, prays for Akira, yeah. But then like when he's like he's like save <laughs> me as he falls down the yeah. bridge, and then the guy catches his arm, and then a flaming car takes them both out. Yep, yep. Love that guy. <laughs> uh, Josh, you want to go next? Or you want me to go next? You go next. I uh, want. I like. I like closing these mothers. Cool. Oh, I dig it. I dig it. So for me, number ten definitely has to be uh, FLCL, also known as Fulikuli, uh, which is a Damn six. Fully yeah, six episode. Uh, like short anime that I, I had seen because a buddy of mine, which I still have the burned discs had burned it like one, two and three on one disc and then four, five and six on the second disc. And then I guess years later, I guess they actually had it on like Toonami, like adult swim, like mm-hmm. late at night, yep. which I thought was really interesting. I was like this, I always felt like it was a very obscure anime. So I never really expected to see it get like an American broadcast, but the fact that it did, I was like, this is amazing. But yeah, I mean, a Freaking space pirate riding a Vespa <laughs> with a Rickenbacker base that can smash a kid in the head and then robots pop out. Yes, very interesting. I'm into it. Like, completely awesome. Especially the dude with, like, the crazy eyebrows. <laughs> oh, yeah. The director or the head of the whatever secret yeah. organization that is. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., whatever he's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that, like, the whole premise uh, is there. Med- medical Mechanica? Yeah, Medical Mechanica. Yeah, yeah. But but the whole idea. Well, no, he's against Medical Mechanica because their oh, whole that's premise right, that's right, that's right. is they're going to take the giant iron and they're going to smooth out the wrinkles of everyone's brain so that we all think the same way. And I'm like, Smart. but it, they literally take like metaphors and make them real. 
<coughs> in that feet. in that in that arc. So yeah, if you guys want something really quick and painless, well, not for uh, the main boy, but yeah, definitely FLCL. Oh. <laughs> Poor Nalta. There you go, Nalta. Nothing, nothing, nothing's ever good for him. Nope. All right, so for my number ten, it's a little bit more recent. I went with the Fate series. Oh, okay. So like, uh, Fate Stay Night, Fate yeah. Zero. Uh, Fate Unlimited, like Unlimited Blade Works. They have Fate Zero on Netflix. Cool. So, Fate yeah. Zero is fantastic. It looks it looks good, like that and like Psychopaths. Like there's a couple oh, yeah, animes that are in there. That, that one looks interesting. When you read the 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 description, you're like, okay, it's on a, my list. And a picture usually pulls me in. So yeah, right? if the picture looks cool, I'll watch it. Yeah, she's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. is that is that is that an Andronis boy? I'm good. <laughs> I definitely would like that. Oh, then uh, Black Butler. Oh God, no! We yeah. watched the first episode of that. That was weird. I don't remember. Oh, it's the best. It's a that's a weird one. Throwing people in the fire. <laughs> okay, uh, hey, but he's he's simply one hell of a butler. So nice. I don't remember. Well, yeah, well played. So I, I, Nicely played. I love, the, I love the Fate series. It's it's so good. Is there one? Is there one that stands out above the other ones? Oh man, um, Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Work. Well, because the thing is, like, it's based it's based off of a uh, computer game. So you have. <laughs> Fate Stay Night, which is one route that your character can take. So it's like the Saber route. And then in Unlimited Blade Works, it's the Rin route. So it's which character is your, like, which which person is your character going to get with? Is he going to get with his uh, companion Saber, or is he going to get with Rin? Gotcha. And so that's basically what that, and then they have another one that's coming out. Uh, which I think comes out this year, which is Grand Order, and I think in this one, because uh, Saber, who's our like the main champion, uh, it's King Arthur, but it's King, if kind of like a Joan of Arc type thing, where Arthur is like Artoria. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so it's it's really kind of cool. So it's like, oh yeah, King Arthur was a girl this whole entire time. Well, that actually sounds really cool. So <laughs> that'll yeah, probably be one we'll to dope. check out. Nice. Nice. So B, back oh, to yeah, you. Start, start with fate. Start with yeah. Start fate with fate zero. zero because there's That'll... a lot of backstory that you need. Oh, good. Fate zero. Gotcha. And it's accessible. Yeah, and that's the most accessible <laughs> of all of them. So there you go. Perfect. Oh, okay. So number nine. This was also a recent one that I watched, and Liam was like, "I think you're really gonna like this," and he was right. Yeah. So Vampire Hunter D nice. has to go nice. on there because nice. I enjoyed it. when you first put it on. I was like, "Really? You think?" I'm going to like this. Yeah. And then like a few minutes into it, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Well, and caveat, <laughs> um, we watched Bloodlust because the original Vampire to D, like to me, that one is one that does look a little dated, like in the way that Akira doesn't. I feel like the original Vampire to D does look a little bit dated, but Bloodlust is super stylized. Yes, so. it is. And I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. So I don't remember all the little details, so we will just move it along. I'll just give my numbers. And that's yeah. it. For you. Oh, cool. All right. Nice, so, like so for me, number nine was actually one that uh, we recently did an episode on. For we, well, I did an episode with Animation Station on was Death Note. I, uh, you know, if you guys want it more in depth, go back and listen. I think it was episode thirty-seven. Um, we give a, a whole long rundown of why that why that series is awesome, and then also we get on our soapboxes for about an hour <laughs> and talk about about uh, you know whitewashing and political intrigue and a lot of other really fun topics. Uh, but yeah, Death Note uh, definitely for me number nine. Cool, nice. Uh, my number nine, I went with uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. So the whole entire Evangelion like series all franchise. So like, even including the movies, the rebuild, all of it. Um, just it's it's so good. Like these angels attack 
Tokyo and like Neo Tokyo, and you have these kids who are so messed up in the head, like they have no, they don't have any business getting behind these big, huge, gigantic robots. And that, that aren't robots. Like, exactly. Yeah, that are like <laughs> living creatures that they just kind of slapped a, you know, some armor on, and you're like, okay, we'll get in this thing. It'll be fun. Yeah. That one's yeah. that one's that one's definitely like an honorable mention for me because it's it's so exhausting to go through and try to watch yeah. that series. <laughs> so it's not one that I return to for often, but it's one that every now and again I'm like, it's time. It's well, been it's, enough years. I got to <laughs> go back. It's one of those like if you just watch it and you're like, okay, this is really good. Yeah, this is this is good. I mean, yeah, you kind of feel for Shinji. Yeah, you're also kind of like getting the robot, but you get until you get to like the last little bits when he's losing his mind pretty much and ray turns everybody into orange goo and <laughs> you're like oh wow what hat this got trippy yeah and like the whole thing's in like shinji's mind at the end and they're all like yay you're not depressed anymore or whatever <laughs> and you're like, wow that's that's the way we're gonna end this series okay you got it guys yeah no that's it's that's true weird. it's yeah it's a it's a lot but no that that's a good pick man Cool, All right, BMO, cool. you, number eight. Number eight. So this one is one of the first ones I've ever watched, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. So Yay. had to put this on there because just the idea of alchemy, it's a so hard cool. concept to even grasp. Must be why we don't use it or can't <laughs> because, I don't know, it's just insane to me. But to watch these brothers, you know, they're well lose their mother like it just starts off so crazy and it's just like a huge roller coaster like throughout the whole series so well what we watch i don't know the names and know which one is which and well, what well edward is the one with the metal arm and metal leg no and i know that no, i'm saying like oh. the names of the different and alphonse oh. is the one with the metal arms and metal legs with all of the metal ends yeah but well, no like like the... there's brotherhood and then there's oh like, bro- brotherhood yeah, is i don't the know new what one. we've seen you, we watched the we original okay. the original series and then we watched conqueror of, of shambhala which was the the movie the OVA that they did right. as like kind of the companion to the original series, but not to Brotherhood, right? So no, but I definitely enjoyed Full Metal Alchemist. So nice. Sweet. What's your number eight? Okay, so for me, uh, number eight, uh, uh, the, this one I f- actually had to flip flop with my number seven because I actually decided I liked the one that now is number seven more than number eight. Uh, number eight is Helsing. Ooh, uh, so oh, nice. yes, such a fun uh, anime series. I love. Um, uh, Crispin Freeman, uh, who is the the voice of Alucard, which is Dracula backwards, but he's basically like a centuries old vampire that is in the service to the Helsing organization, and they basically use him to fight other supernatural like beings and demonic beasts and whatnot. And he basically is like a vampire purist that every other vampire is an abomination and he is the <laughs> only one that really needs to exist. So oh. he takes, he delights in killing other vampires. And you oh, see course. that like in the very first episode is very, very cool. Um, and then obviously like his interaction and his tutelage to Victoria uh, is, is, yeah. is so much fun. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a brilliant series. I want to say it's the first series is only like thirteen episodes. Um, they did like a remix of it, um, which was like more closely supposed to resemble the the manga, like they did with Full Metal Alchemist, where Brotherhood gotcha. is like a one for one with the manga. Yes. Whereas the original Helsing, like the original 
Full Metal Alchemist was kind of it started out mirroring it and then they like diverged off to its own storyline. Yeah. But yeah, that's one that you and I will definitely have to sit down and watch cool. for, uh, very soon. Nice. Uh, my number eight, I went with uh, the Full Metal Alchemist series. Yeah, nice. well, yeah. May, that's cool. But uh, it's one of those. I, I really liked the first series until the end started happening. Then I'm like, okay, this is a little bit weird. <laughs> um, but then Brotherhood came out. And I just sat through all of Brotherhood. I got my friend in the Brotherhood. Like, that was, like, a, the first anime series that he actually bought. <laughs> so, just because, like, we had watched a lot and he was leaving. Because, like, I saved a bunch of them on the DVR. And he had to go back somewhere. Uh, he was visiting. And we watched, like, ten episodes. Um, <laughs> then, like, he was like, oh, I got to know how it ends. So he went on Amazon and, like, got the, <laughs> nice. the series. It was great. That's but, so cool. Yeah, it's... I, I love that show mainly because of one character, Mr. Maze Hughes. Yay! May he, re- may he rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, no, Maze Maze Hughes My is the greatest character, and they had to kill him. They killed him twice. <laughs> I thought I did. I didn't think they could make it worse than they did with the whole "Why are they burying Daddy?" bit in the first series, and I was like, Oh, oh God! Yeah, and then and then in the second series when he's like he's in the phone booth and like. He pulls the like he gets the picture and he's like goodbye and I'm like oh god no not again. <laughs> well, that and like, have you seen Conqueror of Shambhala? Uh no, I know he comes back in that. Yeah, like in the alternate universe, like in the R universe, like he's alive in that one. So you're just like, please, please don't kill him, Hughes. Please, just once, or Maze, just 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 keep him keep him alive this time. He needs he needs to live. He has a daughter. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's so good. So, uh, back to you then, BMO. Seven. Oh, seven. All right. It has to be Trigon. Yay. Yeah, nice. so this one had to make my list for sure. And that could just be for Vash alone. Like, he's, <laughs> his hair is enough for my reasonings for the liking this uh, series. But, no, it was, I think this was the first one that you we got into yeah, while you watched and you said that I would enjoy it. And yeah. you were right. Thank goodness. But, I don't know. I guess... Just the silliness of Vash, like, but he can be so serious, right. but mostly he's silly. Yeah, like, he's it, such it, a goof. it's like, how does he? Why, why is he like the coolest guy ever? But he's like the dumbest yeah. and, and just so brain dead, like, and the, oblivious to everything. And how he goes through great lengths not to cause bodily harm. Yes. Yeah. So like, he will yeah. do everything in his power not to hurt people, but then also tries to avoid getting hurt, but then gets hurt trying to avoid getting hurt. Yes, and then so obviously awesome. the voice acting, you know, the delivery, what yeah. Johnny Young Bosch or whatever, he's yeah. just delivery as Vash, like he is Vash. Yeah. So, I fun love it. Fun fact, fun fact, Joshua Seth plays Young Million Knives in nice. Oh, God, I, oh, I should have heard that. <laughs> How funny. That's so freaking true. And, he's, and when you think nice. about it, yeah, he plays a crazy person, like, so easy. Well, if oh, I didn't yeah. kill the spider, the spider yeah. was going to kill the butterfly. So somebody uh, has to die. Yep. Like just that voice. Creepy. Oh, it's so. Thank he's you got for a telling great, me. creepy voice. God, he's so good. I love Knives. Knives is such a fun character. Cool, cool. We yep. can move it to you. You're number seven. Oh, seven. So this one was the one that I flip flop. Ponyo. So, um, and a lot of this, Ponyo is great because it is like the Studio Ghibli retelling of The Little Mermaid or their version of it. But for me, it's not just that it's a great movie and a lot of fun, but it's the memories, like the, like I watched it with you. Yeah. And I think the first time we did it, we did, uh, 
um, what we did like pizza and ponyo. Yeah. So it was like we had we like <laughs> yeah. we went because I was still vegan at the time, and they have a Whole Foods here on Bespin, and <laughs> they had a like a like a frozen pizza that was completely vegan. It had daya cheese, yeah. and it had like it was like a quote unquote meat lovers, so it had all this fake meat on it, <laughs> and I was so excited to get that. So like you got a regular frozen pizza, I got the. The vegan one, we had Coca-Cola and we watched Ponyo. And it was such a sweet movie. I loved mm-hmm. it. So Makes you appreciate the movie more. Just because yeah. what's tied to it. Yeah. The and memories. It was, and it was before I moved here. So it was like I was still just traveling back and forth. So it was right. just one of my visits. And it was like such a fun memory to have. So yeah, for me, definitely Ponyo. Awesome. That sounds adorable. Yep. <laughs> so Josh. What? what happened? Yeah, I don't know. Then we got married and it all <laughs> fell apart. Uh, we got married and then decided to do a podcast. We're like pizza and podcast. Where we realize we hate each other. Yeah, after. pretty much. We fight <laughs> constantly. Aww. Just kidding. Uh, so for my number seven, I went with the Gundam series. Nice. So Gundam Wing. Mainly, I, I, try, I try to put all of them together, like the ones that I like really watch, because like, there's tons. Like Gundam 0096 and Unicorn and all these other ones that I just I haven't watched just because they haven't been accessible. But yeah, like I'm talking like old school Gundam Wing, Gundam Seed, uh, Gundam Double O, Iron Blooded Orphans, everybody's least favorite G Gundam, just <laughs> one of the, one of the best lines, like catchphrase lines in anything. I it it's it's definitely one of those series like it's in the mech genre for me. Right. It's higher than Evangelion. Mainly because like you have honestly I think you have better characters and better stories in the Gundam series. Because right. really you have three characters that pilot Ava's in Evangelion. And yeah. you have multiple characters throughout multiple series. And that's another thing, there's multiple series with different characters and different stories that you get. So that's why Gundam is gonna be my number seven. Nice. Good cool. pick. Good pick. All right, B. Six. Oh, back to me. Okay, so number six is Death Note. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Death Note is one of those, like, for me, if for some reason there was somebody who has watched less anime than I have, I would say to watch Death Note. I think it's an anime that can speak to a bunch of different people, whether they like anime or not. I think because of the story, they will be so enticed. And I've actually have, I remember when I was working, I remember introducing it to like two people and then they came back and told me that they like binge watched it on Netflix and loved it. And they're like, well, what next? I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of anime. (laughs) I'll get you a list for my husband. (laughs) No, but I don't know. Death Note, I think just because of the story alone is just so enticing. And it's one of those things where you hope that something like that, while we know, Something like that could never happen in real life because, gosh, man, the world would be such a crazy place. Well, crazier than it already is. So, I don't know. I love the story of Death Note. So, that one. Before we get into my Ghibli list, (laughs) that is like my top anime. So Nice. Cool. Cool. Uh, So, six for me. uh, We mentioned it earlier. It was Cowboy Bebop. Cool. Yeah, so I mean, with that one, it's uh, it's yeah, kind of strange that that's not one that's like a go-to that I need immediately tell people because I think with Bebop, it's I think with this series, it's uh, kind of like with Akira, where like you really have to sit through for the payoff mm-hmm. because each one of the episodes feels so isolated mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, well now we're just now this is just about Faye and this one's just about Ed and this one's just about Ayn and you're kind of 
it kind of takes a while before you start getting like more and more of the backstory when it comes to like Spike. And you know, you, with Jet, I don't think he ever really gets like his full on like backstory. But yeah, you get that he was a cop. You yeah, you well you it's but mostly you you get his story by the, when he talks to people that are still in the the police force. So you're kind of like, okay, well, I get that that's where his connections are, so that must have some tie in. But then as you get towards like the latter half of the series, kind of similar to Trigun, you're really like, oh, oh my god, yeah, this is very intense. And then like the uh, um, knocking on heaven's door, like the the twenty three point five episode, if you will, uh, is a, is awesome. I I absolutely love the martial arts scene when he fights yeah. with the mop in the hallway. That's probably one of my favorite like anime fight scenes of all time. Um, so yeah, so Cowboy Bebop. Um, I'm sad that it is only that one series in the one film, but at the same time, like it can never be ruined because it's already perfect. So, and it's one of those like it's it's poetic the way they end the series too. Oh yeah, you're like he can't get out of it. Like like Spike's one of those like regardless of if you think he lives or dies at the end of the series, it's one of those spoilers for everyone Me. That hasn't seen <laughs> 1998 anime. Um, but like if if you don't know if he survived or died it's one of those either way it works because like, yeah. if he if he dies he did what he set out to do yep yeah and it's 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 good for him and that's why number six is cowboy bebop for me so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice yeah so it's yeah for me too it's it's right there it was it's it's good like i i I've recommended it to people before, and, like, they've liked it. I recommended it to my roommate, and we watched the first episode, and he got bored. Mm. So I was like, hmm. But I was also one of those, like, got to play to your audience. So I'm like, I'm going to get you something that's funny. So we watched B Got HK, and he died laughing. So I'm like, (laughs) okay, this is it. This is what I needed with him. Right. Yeah, you got to know your audience for sure. With with anime. Yeah. Not everything mm-hmm. oh. for everybody. Yep, yep, yep. Well, some is, some things are harder to understand, and if that's not your int- if anime is not your first interest, it's gonna take that person longer to get invested. So you have to like know: do they like comedy? Do they like more serious action, drama, fan, sci-fi, fantasy, whatever? You gotta know which anime to start them on. So yep. yeah, because like, he's he's a big uh, dra- uh, DBZ fan. So I was like, okay, good. So he likes fighting and stuff. And then I was like, oh, wait, DBZ is half comedy. Yeah. So we'll do the comedy first. Right. And then, you know, we've slowly gone up from there. So. Cool, cool. Okay, so we'll. Uh, all right, Brittany, what you got? Oh, my Top goodness. five now. Yeah. <laughs> we're oh, We're down to the final five here. Hi, so. Rem. And then Remy so decided only, to join us. Yeah. Only another 30 minutes. Oh. Yeah, right? I'm going to have to move it to Liam right now because Remy needs my attention. Okay, so I'll do my number five and then we'll circle back. Uh, so for me, is actually back in the Studio Ghibli, uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, for me, that's actually my favorite Studio Ghibli film, so um, it, it had to make my top five when, you know, when you're talking anime. Just, I love the characters, I love the storyline, I love everything about it. So with me, definitely Howl's Moving Castle. I mean, yeah, I, I, I can't remember what I gave Howl's. I think I gave Howl's a three- when we did it, oh but yeah, it's one of those. I think it would be better on the big screen. So yeah, like these, like these Ghibli movies, I'm definitely gonna go see on the big screen, like especially uh, Castle in the Sky, just because of how broad that scope is of the movie. Yeah, it's. I, I think I think it would give a little bit more. So uh, hopefully, watching Castle in the Sky will give. I mean, not Castle, uh, Howls on the big screen will give me more of an appreciation for it. Yeah, so I can get it on a on a wider scale. No, I can see that. Watching it in Gavin's apartment when it was a little bitty 
garbage TV. Right. No, I, I definitely get that. And it's, de- you know, it's one of those, I think the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, that was cool. That was, that was just typical Ghibli. But then the, the more I watch it, I'm just like, God, I, Christian Bale is amazing as Howl. <laughs> so yeah. freaking good. And like the, just the Sophie as a character, she's so much fun. So we're still on your five. Yeah, that was okay. my five. So well, you want to be yours? Because it's the same. <laughs> Howl's moving castle. So we don't have the talk more christian bale's amazing yeah. um just the great the castle itself it's such a weird concept yeah I, d- I don't know if if josh if you said you've seen this one or not yet yeah they reviewed yeah. it they oh, did an get, episode on it did you guys oh yeah. yeah i was like i listened to it duh <laughs> anyway so yeah i don't number five Hal's is top ghibli for sure i think probably for most people it probably will be cool nice so your number uh, five. So uh, my number five, I went, uh, it's it's a series, but it's kind of weird. It's like the science adventure series, which doesn't make any sense when you say that, but it's uh, Chaos Head, Steins Gate, Robotic Notes, and Chaos Child. It's like all four of these anime in there. It's one universe, and they have interlo- like interlocking characters. Like uh, you have Chaos Head, and then Steins Gate is one year after... Chaos Head takes place. Oh, I got you. And then, and then you have Robotics Note because there's a little girl in Steinsgate who is a character in, but she's like grown up, like maybe like you know, twenty years old in Robotics Notes. Hmm. So it's kind of like it has this, you know, continuity with it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I haven't watched Chaos Child yet, just because I'm waiting for it to be fully done before I watch it. Yeah. Because I like binging my anime. <laughs> Nice. Especially as like like I said, like if it's not something like major that's going to get spoiled for me, then I'd like to binge it. I'll wait for everything to come out and then I'll just watch it all. Right. But yeah, but Steins Gate is fantastic. Like the story, it it definitely makes you think. It's very um, Groundhog Day. Okay. So oh, how funny! Our our main character is trying to stop something. Without, I don't yeah. want to spoil anything. So he's trying to stop something from happening over and over again, and he's slowly losing to the point where he's like, "I can't do this. Uh. There's no way for me to do it." But then he starts to. But yeah, it's like each thing changes a little bit at a time, and so he kind of gives up on trying to do this thing to try to do these other things in a hope that on a grander scale, <laughs> this will all work out. Gotcha. And but it won't. I just, I just uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows? Um, and then uh, it depends on how you play the game. And then uh, Robotics Notes, I just absolutely love that series. I think it's cute. I think it's it's great. It's one of it's one of my favorite. Just like anime, just to, like sit down and just watch. Nice. Like if I if I need a break or anything, I'll pop Robotics Notes in. Like I think I have it. Oh man, I own it on PlayStation. <laughs> I own it on my Xbox, and I have the Blu-ray. How funny. So it's one of those, like, I'll just, like, oh, wherever I'm, if I'm in the living room and I just want to chill, PlayStation, in my bedroom, Xbox. <laughs> I guess if both of those are broken, I've got the Blu-ray, so. Nice. Always a backup. Yeah, this one sounds interesting. We'll have yeah. to remember. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't, so yeah. I'll have to look at Robotics Notes. Yeah, we'll remember that. Cool. Both on Funimation. Oh, And cute. I'm pretty sure you guys have that. Yes, we have that app. Ooh. Liam does. We're hooked up. We have we we got we know somebody. Yeah, he wa- somebody. he watched a whole series w- without uh, me. Yeah, no, I watched. Nice. Well, I watched Erased 
and then didn't even and then I was like me. literally I watched it by the time I get to the end I was like ooh Brittany would really like this series <laughs> so I get to watch it again because I can watch it with her awesome nice cool so uh four. Oh, to number four alright because we are still in my Ghibli half of my anime <laughs> list Kiki's Delivery Service yay and Kiki's is will always be in my top Ghibli list because it was the first Ghibli film I've ever watched. And that's because Disney Channel back in the day decided to play it. And I don't remember how old I was, but I just remember being enticed. I watched the whole thing. My mom can even remember. She's like, this looks so familiar. Did you used to watch this? I'm like, yeah, if it was on Disney Channel, I watched it. And uh, I just love Kiki's. Just she's a little witch and... Gigi the cat alone is awesome. I don't know. I love everything about Kiki's Delivery Service. Nice. Cool. Yeah, Kiki's is one of the few Ghibli movies that I actually want to watch. Oh, oh you, you'd you love haven't it. you haven't watched it? No, I haven't watched it. Same with same with Ponyo. Like those two I'm kind of like I could watch those. Yeah, I think you would really like Kiki's. I think there Yeah, there's like a kind of a little bit of a a love story in there. A, a yeah. sm- smidge. And there's a cat. And the, the cat is my he's favorite, yeah. like he's he's fun, and the voice for the cat I think is great because it's not the voice you would immediately expect it to oh, be, what's his name? but it fits him. I can't even think of his name right now, but he's Bob Newhart. Newhart. Uh, he's the he's Z- well known. Yeah, he's as the like, dad from Jingle All the Way, the one that's like the rival dad to yeah. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and, and the I same can't actor. think of other oh, things he's in. Okay, cool. Yeah, so they yeah. Yeah. It's like the dad from Jingle All the like. No, no, no. The, the rival one that he eventually like he tries to break into the guy's house because the guy keeps hitting on Arnold's wife. Anywho. Yeah. Cool, but yeah, Kiki's is awesome. Nice. Uh, so for me, f- number four is going to be Full Metal Alchemist, which you know we've talked about already. But yeah, amazing series. Uh, it's one of my go-to's when I'm introducing somebody to anime. So, um, and I'm actually in the process of watching Brotherhood. So nice. we'll, we'll cool. see how that one compares with the original. Cool, cool. Uh, my number four, it wouldn't be a Josh list if I didn't have a tie. <laughs> so uh, Curse you! Curse you, Kane! Gavin's not here to berate me, so it, it all works out. Um, for my number four, I went with um, The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, which Whoa. I absolutely love. It's one of those that, um, it's definitely a thinker type mm. thing, and then like once you once you watch it, you, you want to watch it again because you're like, oh, well, now this makes sense. So if I watch it again, maybe it'll make some more sense. Um, and then there's uh, Toradora. Oh, is, okay. Uh, which is a love yep. story. Toradora yeah, is I, different. I, yeah, I sent you the one with uh, Taiga. Yeah. And no, she Brittany was thinking it was uh, Dorarara. No, but I just read that name. I was looking through a list of anime, yeah. and I just read the Toradora. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is looks interesting. <laughs> yeah, that one, uh, Dur, is definitely a uh, honorable mention. Yeah. But yeah, I love Toradora. It, I it was there. There was a point where I stopped anime. Like I, I just didn't care. <gasps> How could that's you? That's insane. Was, that's like yeah. A, right? <gasps> It was one of those, like, I was working at the movie theater, so I was, you know, around other people my age, and I was like, maybe I should, I should, I should grow up, you know, kind of stop this, you know, anime stupidness, and then I, someone at the movie theater was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I watched this cute little, it's Toradora, and so I watched it, and I was like, all right, so I'm back on the anime now, just because it's so cute, the story is, is amazing, uh, I, yeah, I just love it, like, so it's, it's one of the ones that got me back. Cool. Uh, yeah, uh, the melancholy because I, I watched Toradora 
and then I watched The Melancholy after that. And so the two of them, they kind of go hand in hand for me. So that's why, you know, they're together. Because, like, they're the ones that started bringing me back in. Gotcha, gotcha. I I agree. I agree, Remy. (laughs) Yeah. He liked it, too. He likes the dinosaurs. He's all about dinosaurs. He's like, why am I not watching dinosaurs right now? Do you want to help him with that? Yeah, I got it. Cool. So we're back. Number three, right? Oh, top three three. already. Nice. We went through this a little bit faster than I thought we were going to. Um, Okay, so number three is Spirited Away. I love Spirited Away. I'm. I always go back to this one, and I'm surprised it's not my number one. Even on a Ghibli list, I'm surprised it's not my number one. But the other two before it, they just have so much nostalgia for me that they yeah. just, they just beat it. But Spirited Away, just everything perfect. No face, like just Haku. He's a dragon. Uh, all of the crazy mystical elements of it, like just it. I don't. I don't. Uh, for some reason, if you guys have not seen Spirited Away, I don't want to ruin anything. So just go watch it. It's amazing. If you watch it, you will love it. Yep. So I don't want to ruin any story. You can anybody. see it in October during Ghibli Fest. E- exactly. And there if you that go. is that's your first time, how awesome is that? To I get to it see fun. it in theaters for the first time. Yeah, that was that was my first time seeing it. Was in, in theaters. theaters. I wanted to so bad, yeah. and I don't know why. I just must have got away from me. And yeah, back then, yeah, it, it was it was one of those. Once uh, Scavin and I saw it. Uh, for I think it was the twentieth anniversary, I believe. Yeah, I think Maybe. so. Uh, I could be wrong, but fifteen. It was two thousand one. Fi- was it? 2000? Okay, yes, yeah, so fifteen. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So yeah, we we watched it in theaters, and I was like, oh, this was really good. So on the car ride back, I was like, Amazon, gonna purchase that Blu-ray nice. here on Monday. Cool. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, love Spirited Away. So we're in three. Yep. All right, yep. number number three for me. Uh, Brittany mentioned it earlier. Vampire Hunter D. Cool. Uh, I mean, I I actually I really enjoy the original one. That was the first one that I ever watched. Um, it was with those same anime purists, and they were like, "Well, you have to watch, you have this, to watch one. this one first. And then they were like, "If you want to watch Bloodlust, you can watch it on your own." But they really went with some creative differences with that that second <laughs> that sequel. And I watched the sequel, and I was like, "Guys." This one is way better than the original one. And they were like, blasphemer. And I was like, okay, whatever. But yeah, um, I highly suggest um, either one of those films. I mean, I really love Bloodlust. I'm surprised there isn't more Vampire Hunter D films, you know, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I'm surprised, like, they really haven't returned to that franchise in a while. So, Or, I mean, at least talks of a live action. Because yeah. I feel like that actually Ooh, would that fit. Would I was going to say, I feel like this fits very well in that realm of a live action, especially when vampires were like all the thing. When it was they like, missed it. They, yeah, when, they missed their time. Well, but that's the thing is like this may be it's far, enough, it's far enough removed that now it won't get the comparisons and people will understand that like, hey, good. this was its own thing, not trying to bridge on this popularity. Right. This is its own. Exactly. It so. also needs to be a series. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot. It can't be it can't be a one off movie. No, you need to do a trilogy because you need to do like a bloodlust style film, which introduces D and the whole bounty hunter mentality. And then you you know he's got the demon that lives in his hand, which that's going to throw people off. They're not going to understand that. And then in the sequel, you have to touch on the fact that he's the son of Dracula. You know what I mean? And like yeah. the, like the half breed son of Dracula. Right. So like that's why he's as powerful as he is. And then in the and then put him in danger that it almost seems like he dies. And then in the third one, it's the redemption story. So I guess they could do what they did with the uh when they did the Veroni Kenshin live action. They did three movies. Yeah. So I mean I, that that could work. So, but I mean, even you get a, you get a little bit more. But Kenshin is so deep. Like that's such a that's such like a lengthy series. 
Yeah. Um, and there's just a lot of story in there. So I, I think even three films for Kenshin was cutting some corners. But I think for D, I think you could. I think three films would be sufficient. So yeah, I can cool. see that. That would be good. So cool, brother. Three for you. Uh, my number three. My number three. I went with uh, Trigun. Yay! Yay! And so we've already talked about Trigun, so I kind of don't want to. I don't really <laughs> got to go into it. Right. But I mean, yeah, Johnny Young Bosch, uh, really, and again. I'm a sucker for the uh, like the love stories. Yeah, and I'm totally shipping Vash and Merrill. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, come on, like, yeah, like it, it just needs to happen. But the I f- wish it would happen. But the fact that Millie and Nick do get together, you're like, they do get yes. together. Yes, thank like, goodness somebody somebody, <laughs> somebody gets some literally, yeah. and then Nick dies. Like, five seconds later. Yeah. Yeah, so. well... That's well, usually how it that's goes. That's how you knew you were going to go. You're like, oh, he got no, laid. Oh, don't do it. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's one of those, like, death flag type yep. things where you're like, yep. like, when I come back, let's get married, but I just have to get back from the fight, but don't worry, I'll yep. make it. And you're like, no, you're not. Well, th- that, and then they're like, he's going to face off against the guy that, in like, taught him everything he knows, and you're like, this isn't going to end well. No. <laughs> Cool. Never go against your master. <laughs> nope. Not a, it never ends well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even in Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I finally watched Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, we did. I liked it. I liked Kung Fu Panda. So we're down to number two. The top two. Do it. Cool, cool, cool. So Totoro is Yay. my number two. I just love Totoro. And mostly for like animated purposes. Yeah, just the it's beautiful. Of it. yeah. The idea of a like this is like country in Japan somewhere. Like I want to live in their house so bad. The sliding sliding doors. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just everything about it just warms my heart. I don't know. It's so I want to go watch it now, but I did mostly story adorable. The idea of, Totoro coming and helping the kids is, yeah. is great, especially with their sick mother in the hospital and all that. I won't go into it, but most people have watched it. Um, I have not. I hope you will watch it. Oh, I you hope you enjoy it. it. You, you... Yeah, it's it's. I, I bought the sixty dollar pass. So oh cool. Oh, so that's you. awesome. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to get the one from AMC. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to get that. I hope you'll enjoy it. I don't know. It's definitely a uh, more more on the child side. Well, yeah. But it's it's so sweet, and the little girls are adorable. And it's, it's sweet, and it gets this comparison a lot too. Is that it's like the Winnie the Pooh for like uh, Japanese yeah. children. So it's like when you think of how sweet and lovable like Winnie the Pooh is, you're like, oh, well, that makes sense. Like why this would. Uh-huh. Like be adored the way that it is. Yeah, but then to hear Totoro like actually when he he doesn't talk, but when he makes the noises he makes, His I'm like, roars. wow! I would not expect that this sweet cuddly character to be that crazy loud. Yeah. And but it's awesome. It fits more. It makes more sense. I'm glad they went that direction. You'll understand when you see it. Um, but I love Totoro. So Yay. number two for you. Cool. Uh, so number two was the one we reviewed today, Akira. So, cool. uh, like I like I've said numerous times, just a phenomenal film. Not even just an anime, but just in the regards of a film unto itself. Um, the fact that they've been talking about doing a live action of this with Keanu Reeves—it's completely unnecessary. This is one of those films that it's like <laughs> it's perfect just the way it is. And technically, Chronicle was already a spiritual yeah, live action, it really so was. and which worked. It was a great movie, but because it was its own thing, yeah. So Akira for me, such easily a number two. So you, Josh, uh, my number two again. I had another tie because I couldn't decide. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, so Josh's would, top twelve. My yes, my top twelve. Oh, my number one has four. But uh, <laughs> my no, I'm just kidding. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> um, my number two, I went with uh, Tinchi Moyo. Nice. Like, Moyo cool. universe, everything like that. Um, I also went with a kind of lesser known anime in Last Exile. Oh, weird. And I, I absolutely love. Do you want to take a wild guess who's in Last Exile? I'm going to say Joshua Josh Seth. Seth. Oh, very close. Johnny. Oh, actually, no, you're right. Joshua Seth and Johnny Young Bosch are also <laughs> both in this in the series together. I forgot about that. Nice. Cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, both both of them together again. Why nice. not? Perfect. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that series. It's one of my favorite series. What is it about? Um, I haven't heard of this like one. A, it's kind of like a steampunky available. Uh, both uh, Last Exile and uh, Last Exile Fam, the Silverwing, are both available on Funimation. Cool. Plug. Um, <laughs> but it's basically kind of like a steampunk type thing. Um, he, like, they, they drive these, it, they're basically like almost World War Two type planes, except they don't have wings. Oh, weird. Everything, everything is used through, like, gas power. So everything's, like, steam-ish power. And like the like these two uh, Klaus and Lavi are the main characters, like, and they're basically just you know like delivery drivers. Nice. And hmm. so they deliver this message, and then this message ends up being, oh snap, there's a girl that we have to deliver. Let's not deliver the girl. It's, and it just kind of evolves, and their escapades. It's it's really it's really good. Sounds like the transporter where he's supposed to transport a body, and it's okay. a live kinda. girl, and then he lets kinda, her out. Yeah, yeah. They, they like like open it, and you're like. Oh snap! Uh-oh. That's a small child. Yeah, or what was that movie? The big hit with Mark Wahlberg and Lou Diamond Phillips, where the hit is a young girl, and Mark Wahlberg can't bring himself to do it, and then he falls in love with her. What? Yeah, it's awesome. It's a good. It's a good movie. He's a hitman. Interesting. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, it's it's just it's a funny Mark Wahlberg movie from like the late nineties. I want to say, and it's so. funny. Nice. It's funny. It's a comedy. The way you, yeah, oh, I was like, I would not expect it to be a yeah, comedy. The way you were saying, I was, it, was like, that does not sound funny. No, Mark Wahlberg, he's a bounty hunter, but like he is, or a hitman, I should say. But he is like the wimp of his group of friends that are hitmen, mm-hmm. and he like is complete. Like he's he's engaged, and his fiance bosses him around. He has a girlfriend on the side who also bosses him around. He doesn't want to be with either one of them, but is too much of a wimp to break up with either one. Mm. Like, it's That's just, hilarious. it's so awesome. It's really, really good. So The big hit. The big hit. Yep. Cool. Cool. Anybody uh, have any honorable mentions? Yes. So, B, you have honorable mentions. I'm just going to say all the Ghibli films I did not mention. Yes. Anything that wasn't <laughs> on the list. Um, for me, I mentioned some of these uh, briefly in conversation, uh, like Erased, uh, Tenchi Muyo, which you just brought up, Dead Man Wonderland, Attack on Titan, uh, Outlaw Star, The Big O, Gungrave, Gachaman, uh, Science Ninja Team, which was also known as Battle of the Planets, which was also known as G-Force, uh, Voltron, probably one of like the original anime <laughs> combining robots that I ever saw, uh, Witch Hunter Robin, which I have on DVD because somebody let me borrow it and then never asked for it back, so awesome. I still have it. Because that's how it works. <laughs> exactly. You borrow something and then the person has to ask for it back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Ninja Scroll, which didn't make the list just because the um, sexual aspects of it are kind of not necessary, and that kind of like lowers it for me because it could have been a really powerful story without that. Uh, Blood of the Last Vampire, Ghost in the Shell, Samurai Champloo, Sword Art Online, uh, Dura or Dorarara, however you want to say it, uh, Samurai Jack, and then Afro Samurai. Holy moly. Nice. Um, I went, uh, you know, kind of simple because, I, again, I tried to keep it contained. Nice. Or else it would have exploded. Uh, I went uh, Dragon Ball Z. Nice. Pokemon. 
<laughs> I, Pokemon will be one of mine, yeah. There you because go. that I guess that would probably be the first anime I ever watched. Was Pokemon. Would be Pokemon. Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, I've got Bleach, Psychopaths, Fairy Tail, uh, Full Metal Panic, and Inuyasha. Just because, again, I could keep going and going and going, but I mean... I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna limit to those, and I'm kind of hoping that people listen to the honorable mentions that we give, and they go, "Oh, well, I'll also check those out." Like I'm hoping they check out like at least a the couple tops, from our yeah. top tens, but then also go, "Okay, well, th- why were these honorable mentions?" We'll go and see this. The, what is it? Inuyasha. Inuyasha, yeah. Because you've oh, mentioned that before too. So Carrie, my older sister, loves Inuyasha. Like that yeah. was her favorite anime. For me, it's another one of those like let's talk about the fight. And I just oh, like gotcha. I get tuned out, but it, it's it's fun. It's definitely a hmm. fun series, and there does get to be a point where it gets kind of dark and really interesting. Hmm. But I mean, he's basically like a cat demon. A uh, cat demon? He's a, yeah. he's a dog. Oh, dog demon! There you go. Yeah. Jeez, man, don't belittle him. Yeah. Well, either way, <laughs> that's that's Richard Ian Cox, sir. How Do not belittle his how voice. How dare you? Hi. But yeah, no, that's. I mean, it's a fun one. It's like with that one's like Bleach. Like it. It's like. I won't not watch it, like, if somebody else wanted to watch it, but it's also not really one that I'm going to choose to watch, like, on my own. That's a sad thing. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, B, number we'll go, go with number one. Number one, not surprisingly, in a Ghibli film. <laughs> Ponyo. I adore Ponyo. Yep. It's... Uh, just my fave. I love it. I love everything about Ponyo. I love their little kid love story and the fact that she's a... Oh, Remy wants to be on your show, too. <laughs> uh, the fact that... Put him in the credits. Sounds go. good. Uh, the fact that... Um, she just wants to be human. It's the whole Little Mermaid. Yeah. Uh, I want to be a part of your world. And it's kids. It's just more lovable this way. Right. So I'm so glad that Ghibli went this route instead of trying to do an older version of it. Right. I think it's just so appreciative. And then how, how that would affect the world. Like, yeah. it's like, no, you are, you are where you are for a reason. Right. Especially when you have magic. I hope I'm not ruining anything for you. Josh. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Okay. Um, I'm not going to tell, obviously, in the story or anything, but it's just adorable. The um, Just the outcome of what would happen if she does want to stay human. Human, as opposed yeah. to being part of the Yeah, so there's so much universe. more to this story. I think that I appreciate more. I love Little Mermaid, but I appreciate this story, I think, more yeah. than the Little Mermaid story. Like you said, them being kids yeah. makes it more adorable. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And and then also just Ghibli animation, like alone, just the things that they draw are beautiful. My favorite thing about this is the sea creatures. Like, I want a whole leg sleeve of Ghibli sea style sea creatures. Yeah, the jellyfish. It's, yes, jellyfish. Just the crazy old before dinosaurs were even around style fish like it's insane or i guess they would be dinosaurs i don't know right um yeah so i love ponyo my number one the prehistoric fish yeah there you go nice all right cool so for me number one i'm sure everybody guessed by this point but it's trigun trigun is without a doubt like even as much as i love akira it is still uh, Trigun is leaps and bounds above like any other franchise. Like I, I after watching it, went through, tried to find it all on VHS. Found like the first six tapes out of the eight that that was the entire series. Like three of them were subtitles, the other three were overdubbed. So I only got Johnny Young Vosh like on every other tape. And then when I couldn't find seven <laughs> and eight, 
and I just really wanted to know how it all ends. I bought the entire box set on DVD, and it is still my favorite. And I look forward to buying it on Blu-ray, because I know that I will. <laughs> nice. And then Badlands Rumble is one of my favorite standalone OVAs as well. Badlands Rumble. So, and, so good. Well, the fact that Nick is alive and back in it, sorry for ruining that for everybody. We've ruined it previously. But yeah, Badlands Rumble is still... I can just pop that in if I just want to watch a one-off. Nice. Nice. Uh, for my number one, like if you've listened to the show at all or know me at all, um, I'm absolutely in love with Digimon. Yep, I knew so it. So <laughs> my number one is Digimon Digital Monsters. Digital Monsters. Mainly, mainly the first series. Second series, when we get Davis and those schmucks, yeah, <laughs> they can, can kind of go off to the side. The main series with you know Ty and like our seven young Digi, well eight if we count Kari. Like, our, our main Digidestin and everything. Like, it's, like, one of the first things that really got me hooked. Because Pokemon came out before it. And, like, I would, I would watch Pokemon because I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, this is Pokemon. I have the game. You know, this is fun to, you know, fun to play watch. But the character, like, Ash did so many different things than what I was doing as a player. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, th- this, this guy does other things. He doesn't actually beat any of his bosses. Like, he... It's it's weird, so like yeah, whatever that doesn't that doesn't matter, but like with Digimon, like their whole thing was they have a different adventure each each week, pretty much. Like there's an overarching thing, but something different is happening the whole entire time, and I d- fell in love with it the first time I saw the series, especially like Ty, my favorite character, and then he and Sora, which ship them hardcore, <laughs> but. And and then when they came out with uh, Digimon Adventure Try, um, I, like I got hit with nostalgia just because it's your main characters again after so long of not having them anywhere. And then uh, when they released it, the dub they put the dub in theaters, and I watched it and like I was I was you know teary eyed in the theater because I was like oh god these are my this is my original cast. Uh, nice. Like this is the cast that I grew up with and they're here and and pleasant surprise guess who was included into that cast other than joshua seth johnny young bosch johnny young bosch made his di- was in digimon as young tk so it's like oh great so this episode will probably just be entitled you know the johnny young bosch and joshua seth show yeah it should be yeah basically two hours of talking they about sh- two voice actors they should just be on the show yeah it's about uh, time i i wish um, <laughs> that would be uh, amazing but yeah like yeah uh, that's a fun a fun little bit for uh you listeners um every time that i mention you know johnny young bosch and joshua seth in the same movie let me know because <laughs> that'll just just let me know it should be I'm sure it I should be a drinking be like game <laughs> oh yeah take a drink yeah anytime you unless hear you're under unless you're underage do in not which do case, it drink your apple juice <laughs> drink your apple juice exactly nice Awesome. Right. Cool. Now, um, before we before we head out, um, we have a little bit of a little announcement. We have an anime giveaway Ooh. for anime. It's our anime giveaway. Cool. <laughs> giveaway. Yes, it's our it's our give give sweepstakes. Um, <laughs> it's pretty easy. Um, all you have to do to uh, enter is you have to follow us on Instagram. Nice. You also have to like and comment on our posts. Nice. That's pretty much it. That's, oh wow. That's it. Oh. Like and comment the post, you get an entry. Yeah, and you have to be following us. And if you want any extra entries, tag your friends. Nice. Very cool. Easy enough. Very yeah, cool. That's, that's pretty much it. That is and, super and, simple. And it's it's going to be open through all of May. So any post that we do that has, uh, we're going to put anime 
in the title. So any anime put like if, we're not going to do it for like breaking news. Like say breaking news, they say I don't know Zootopia two comes out <laughs> sometime. They're like, oh, it comes out Epic. in twenty nineteen, something like that. We won't do anything like that. Like you, that won't be a post that you have to you know. Because gotcha. look at those. As long as it has the, as long as it has the anime, you know, title, logo, yeah, or something, yeah. Yeah, you you can do whatever you want. Makes like, sense. So you can basically get, let's see, one because we'll have our Monday posts, our Wednesday posts, and our special uh, interview posts that come out every Friday with our special Friday episodes. And this week, our we're doing an interview with Marissa Linty. It's a two-part interview, so you can catch that Friday and listen to those. Cool. Nice. Very, so very it looks cool. like if you do Monday post, Wednesday post, and those Friday posts in May, <sighs> you should have 14 entries. Entries. Not bad. Yeah. Cool. Not bad. Not uh, bad. And for the, uh, for the giveaway, we, uh, we're giving away a loot anime crate from Loot Crate. It's oh. the humanity version with uh, it's like swag from Attack on Titan and Black Lagoon and School Life, which School Life is really great. I'm not going to spoil what School Life is, but definitely go watch that. It'll make you go, what? Yeah, Black Lagoon's supposed to be good. That's another one that's on uh, my list. I, I love Black Lagoon. It's it's on my uh, honorable mentions. Nice. If it would have made, if I, you know, went 15 pages. <laughs> um, we're also giving away a Blu-ray copy of the Cowboy Bebop movie. Wow. Nice. A uh, Sailor Venus Funko Pop, and it's uh, <laughs> Sailor Venus and uh, Artemis the Cat. Awesome. Voiced by, anybody want to take a wild guess? Voiced by? Joshua Seth. Oh, close. <laughs> Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah, voiced by Johnny Young Bosch. <laughs> uh, and then we also have some art from uh, Ga- our our other host who's invisible, uh, Gavin Audison. <laughs> he was just really quiet this episode. Post. Yeah, he's just really quiet. <laughs> and our good friend Ryan Garrett from Ryan Garrett Art. He's also going to be uh, nice. giving some awesome anime art i feel like josh or i feel like gavin's top 10 list would have been cars three and he hasn't even seen it yet but all top 10 would have been cars three it's like uh cars two because uh they go to tokyo so therefore it's anime nice yeah (laughs) that would have been really funny though it would work it would totally work no i think you guys need to be nice because he's not on the episode to defend himself well then maybe he should show up next time yeah he needs to. he's enjoying texas yeah right (laughs) <laughs> and all right so thanks for coming on guys it of course r- thanks r- really for having fun. us where can our listeners find you and do what what's what's you do's what you do okay well you can find me at citizen of disney on both instagram and twitter you can find me at liam bright also on instagram and twitter you can follow our show because we come from Sl- Cloud City Cast. If for some reason you didn't know <laughs> where we were coming from, uh, tune in. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. All of the episodes are there. We have a lot of fun episodes with our pals from Animation Station. So if their show and is what you like and you don't like ours, just go listen to the ones with them on them. There's yeah. a lot. <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds about fair. And you can also check out everybody on the uh, on our podcast network if you go to secretsuperheroclub.com. Uh, and basically, it's just a Facebook online forum. You can just ask questions. You can answer other people's questions. Please, no spoiler alerts because you never know yes. uh, who has watched what. So if anything, just put, you know, in big caps, like, spoiler alert, do not read And then in the, in the comments. In the comments, yeah, what put, put what you're is. saying. Yeah. So, yeah, we've had some problems with that every randomly every once in a while. So just yes. to bring that to everyone's attention. Uh, and then if you guys want to uh, get a hold of us directly that's not on a social media forum, you can also email us, cloudcitycast at gmail.com. 
And I also want to say thank you guys to Josh and Gavin because I won the last giveaway. So I won't win this next one, guys. Yeah, she's not going <laughs> to no, enter. We're, we're, we're taking your name out. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not allowed. I, when, when, when I did that and your name popped up, I was like, oh, God, they're going to think we cheated. <laughs> yeah, yep. like, exactly. Exactly. That's what I was afraid of too. But thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I at least I tune in and I do interact with you guys. So it's not like you're just yeah, throwing I mean, me a bone. And, and, and it was legit. You had the second most amount of entries. So awesome. It's like, yeah. cool. Makes sense. Cool. Cool. Nice. Exactly. Again, it's like you you communicate with us, you win stuff. That's what happens. I like it. Um, but yeah, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Josh L Kane. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh L Kane. You can follow the show. At Animation Station Podcast on Instagram and at Animate Podcast on Twitter. Um, you can also find us on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our website on the little podcast tab. Cool. All right. That's all I got. Right. Guys, again, thanks thanks so much for coming on. Of course. That's what we're here for. And maybe next time we do something else maybe maybe we make dc great again yeah i still think that that's, that's a, what we need to do that's a thing that'll happen eventually we're gonna pick apart the whole dc eu and we're gonna talk about how that needs to mirror their animated universe and yeah. how they can be successful not by copying marvel they can still do it in their own regard but there there's a particular formula that i think they could follow so we'll do an episode at some point we'll do a make make dc great again we we're, we are doing um, Justice July. That's our theme for July. Nice. So we're going to be doing. I think we've got two or three DC DC in the in the works there. Just because I mean I don't know of any good Marvel animated movies. Oh, there you go. Nah. Well, yeah. I mean, like if if I knew of one, maybe we'd put it in, but I don't know of any. You? How about you do uh, you do Justice till July? You can do Avengers August, and then that way you could talk Marvel stuff in August. Oh, All right, so for, the animation station pod- <laughs> so for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm from Cloud City Cast, but I'm Liam. <laughs> I'm Brittany. Well, yeah, you can still say it. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, we're just making sure they have the clarity, so you know, you know. But yeah, uh, I'm Liam. I'm Brittany. Bye-bye, little butterfly. <laughs> That's all I got. And then Gavin's like, Major look. Major look. And then you guys are like, try to make make the world world a better better place. place. And then we're like, TTFN. And then we're like, may the force be with you always. And then we're like, I don't know, do we ever do To infinity and beyond. And then we're like, Excelsior. And then at that point, people have completely deleted, unsubscribed. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering. 